Hi, this is Michelle Specht. I play Dr. Elise McKenna on Star Trek Continues. Oh my God, I'm totally fangirling right now because I just met Dan Davidson and Bill Smith of the Trek Geeks podcast. Oh my gosh, they are amazing. Oh my god, is this it? Is this finally the end of Trek Geeks? Oh my god, he's 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 convulsing on the floor. What what's going on? Whew, I'm back. I'm good. Oh damn. Sorry it. about that. Uh hi buddy. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> hi. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry I ruined your <laughs> evening by not dying. <laughs> uh, well, dream. I guess that's just like every other <laughs> night. <laughs> wow, tough crowd. Okay, great. You know what? Got some really good stuff. Yeah, that some good stuff. You know, I'm looking at the Patreon pin right now on my desk, and damn, if that's not beautiful. It is beautiful. I need to look at something beautiful when we record because I really don't have anything beautiful to look at. So every once in a while, I'll look at the uh, Patreon pin. That is that all you're bringing to the table? Kind of. I want to be nice today. You know why? Because because you're not that bright. I, I make things go. Yeah. I uh yeah. So I think next year for STL, mm. we should be packed. Wow. I, why did I have a feeling that that was going to be the case? Dude, that would be awesome. Just think about it. I mean, they're Ken Ray's favorite alien. Have we ever seen Packlins at STLV? I think we, I think I have years ago. I don't know oh. if you have. Oh, you could just show up without anything and you'd be backwards. But. I'm like the Tom Selleck of Packlids. Oh. No, that's chips. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, you don't want to do right. that on this uh, part. That's true. Because, uh, that's Spotify. Spotify. Um, yes. Dude, I, I make I would make Packlids look awesome. Well, anything you do would make would be looking awesome. Because you know why? You can say it. Go ahead. No, you say it. I don't know You're what you're awesome. trying to say. That, that, that wow, that's really the build-up. Yeah, you don't need a build-up for that, Bill. It's not all pomp wow. and circumstance. We're not having a state dinner or anything. <laughs> oh, see, now I want dinner. <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner yet, so yeah, I do too. Oh, I, I have. Know you have. I have, and I'm waiting. That's all right. I yeah. have. I'm in the middle of a, uh, a summer nutrition challenge. Mm. So I've been tracking my macros. I'm sure this is really exciting for everybody listening to the outtake. But um, today was day one of getting back on track, and I'm doing pretty okay, which I'm very happy about. So you're using Excel for this? No, no, no. There's a, um, a there's a, a an app called My Fitness Pal, and uh, my my nutrition coach at the gym um, is giving me specific macros for uh, fat, carbs, and protein, uh, as well as a daily caloric goal. And the goal is to come as close to it uh, on all four of those numbers as possible. Oh, uh, okay. I, you said you were 
tracking your macros. So I thought you used an Excel. Yeah, macronutrients. Oh, I thought you meant macros like formulas in Excel. <laughs> no, although I sure I, I could. Uh, uh, um, I do have an Excel ninja who lives in the uh, house. I tell you, she's done. My wife has done things with Excel that I just didn't know were yeah, possible. Yeah, same with Sue. I mean, I guess the whole you know, she's an underwriter and and your wife's an, an accountant, so they use that program and they do things with. It. I use the I use the sum formula really well. <laughs> <laughs> I st I still type in the, the the formula instead of using the stupid sum. I do button. that. Yeah. And yeah. I hit the I hit the top to make it go in alphabetical order, and then I hit it again to go backwards. <laughs> I can use Excel. <laughs> I, I have used conditional formatting. Ooh, tricky, tricky. I know, I know. That's, that's I'm good. I've, I've I learned things. Unlike a back. Well, that's true. Too. But seriously, next year for for the, the big convention, wherever it's going to be, we don't know if it'll be Vegas or uh, not because we don't know if Creation's going to yeah. have it. Um, but let's assume for the moment they are. So ne Vegas next year, let's do packlets. I'm up for that. Let's just, let's commit to it right All now. Right. Are you worried? All right. You know that, that was? You've heard it here first on the Trek Geeks podcast, the flagship of the Trek Geeks podcast Episode network. 180. Next, next year, STLV 2020, for, uh, during Voyager 25, uh, we will be packlets. On the side. We should be the weird looking aliens uh, from the doctor. Oh, you haven't gotten there yet. I don't want you to. I don't want to tell you. Never mind. Uh, but packlets. We can do those, that too. Yeah. But packlets. All, All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can sound like him too. I was like Peter Griffin ish. <laughs> you should. You'd be the only Arnold sounding packlet there. Yeah. I, I'm smart. I make things go. <laughs> yeah. We want more. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy is smart. <laughs> Gee, I'm gonna cough again. <laughs> That's it was the best. An awful part. Metcon today, so I'm coughing up a storm. Uh, my wife said it was pretty it brutal. Was brutal. She she normally loves oh, Metcon. I did not appreciate this at all. Yeah, it wasn't great, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. So I did. I'm and you're a better man uh, for it. I appreciate that. I don't feel too good. <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes the hardest decision is just going to the gym that day. That should be it. It's not, it's not doing the things. It's actually walking through the door. Sometimes that's the hardest workout. You that have. could be like a country song. That title could be like the title. What you just said. Some sometimes the hardest part doing the workout. I hate country music. I was gonna say this is coming from the guy who does not listen to. No, music. I'm not a country music fan. I'm sorry for all those fans out there. I'm, I appreciate it, and and I'm glad that you love it. I just had no desire to ever listen to it ever. <laughs> I'd rather watch Star Trek. You know, Brad. You know, Brad Paisley is a big Star Trek fan. As he should be. Yeah, he's 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 smart. He makes is things. He a good. country singer? Oh, he is. Okay. He is. Eric, he's a, a very Church, I think. Is the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Eric oh, Church. See? I've seen Eric Church. My wife is a big oh. fan. All right. Steven Tyler did a country album, I think, once. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. And I'm not a huge country fan. I like music of all kinds, but um, Steven Tyler's album is, as you might imagine, not great. Uh, well, you know, if you like it a little bit, that's good. That means you're a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. So you're telling me in Vegas you want to go see Donnie and Marie <laughs> on their farewell tour? <laughs> no, I saw enough of them during the 70s, back when they were you know, relevant. <laughs> Every Friday night on ABC. Uh -huh. Purple socks, baby. <laughs> I used to have purple socks because of I Donnie. I probably still do somewhere. But not because of Donnie Osmond, just because purple. 
Oh, well, I was just going to go really dark, but this is Trek Geeks. And we can't really <laughs> do that. So I'll ask you tomorrow okay. at work. Are you ready to do I this? I am ready. Let's do it. This is going to be a fun one. I can talk like a whale. <laughs> as, a, as opposed to just looking like wow. a... Wow. Are you ready? Not not now. (laughs) Yes, sure. Why not? All right. Bing bong. Hi. I feel things. Oh my god. Whoa! Hey! Whoa! (laughs) No, I went to the gym. I went to the gym. Oh yes, I did not go to the gym, and I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am. I am no, sorry. Because you'd feel like me. As long as I don't look like you, I don't really don't care. Well, that would be a step up or or, or at least two <laughs> or three for you. <laughs> I mean, so how was it tonight? It was rough, man. Yeah. I tell you what. Um, what? Yeah, my typical rule is start on the turf. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, because the harder things seem to be on the turf. Yeah, that was absolutely the case tonight. Oh, bully. Okay. And I started there. Mm-hmm. And it was an add around. So, oh, those are uh, not fun. Oh yeah. And let me sure. guess, if you do the whole round, which nobody ever does, you got to like go backwards. That that's exactly it. There you well, go. Well, somebody like my wife might be able to do the whole round, oh, but so here was the add around. Uh 10 kettlebell high pull swings. Okay. 15 med med ball slams. Yeah. Uh 5 push-ups with a slider reach on each side. That's horrible. So you do a push-up and you, you get your one of your hands yeah. on, a, on a slide board. <clears throat> and when you are in the down position, as you're going down, you're pushing your arm out on the that's, slider. That's torturous. Oh, my God. Uh, kettlebell goblet walking lunges. I'm not uh, good with lunges. Split stance row with kettlebell. That's okay. Uh, gator crawl. Hate them. Oh, and uh, 20 band curls. So those were the seven things. And, you know, you, you'd add around each time. So first you do number one, and then you do one and two, and then one and two and three. And it's just, it was, there's no stopping. It was 20 minutes. Sometimes I get tired when I'm done number one and number two. So I can't imagine keeping going with three what or five. What is wrong No, I mean, the, those ones that you were talking about, those are tough ones. Well, medicine ball slams aren't really that bad. So uh, I, like, they are, I actually I, like those. That They are after you do... Uh, 10 high pull swings. You know what's you know what's funny? Let me tell you a funny story about medicine ball slams, which is kind of weird, but I don't know why. Whenever I do medicine ball slams, I almost always lose my wedding ring off my hand. I, I, don't, I don't do anything yeah. else, but I that it always slides around and I don't know why. I don't wear my wedding band to the gym mm-hmm. uh, because it's titanium. Yeah. And as soon as I start losing weight, it just flies right off. So I wear yeah. a silicone ring. Yep. Um that I got it was cheap, it was on Amazon. And it just, it stays on. That's what I wear in Vegas too, because my, my fingers swell. Right. This is fascinating listening. And, and this, is, this is, this is the outtake of all outtakes. I'm ready to fall asleep myself, actually. I'm sorry. Did you say something? Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, I want to see Godzilla. Willingly? Yes, I really do. I've always been a Godzilla fan. I, I cannot stand the Matthew Broderick Godzilla that came out. I don't know when. It's just horrible. It doesn't look like Godzilla at all. It's stupid. The eggs in, the, in Madison Square Garden. I just don't like that one. I loved the one that just came out a few years ago. I really thought it was great. I liked uh, uh, Brian Cranston's uh, small part that he had. I, and I love the special effects in it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the new Godzilla. I... I uh... I'm really kind of fascinated by this whole thing, how they just sort of keep retelling Godzilla. Uh-huh. Um, but I see for me, and this is just me, it has to have the Japanese overdub. 
you know, it's it's gotta it's gotta have you know the the mouth not matching what's yeah. being said, yeah. or else to me it just doesn't seem like a Godzilla movie. You know, <laughs> that's funny. I just I think with today's technology, I always love to see how special effects evolve. And movies like this, like the other night, we just watched um, Kong Skull Island at the very end was on, and we watched that. And it's just, I love movies that have have um, advanced special effects the way they have, and Godzilla is definitely looking like that's going to be one of them. King of the monsters. You're the king of the monsters. You are a monster. Thank you. Thank you. I don't mean that in a good way. Why no, are you I'm going to take it as a good way, though, and I appreciate it. And you're a hell of a nice person for the thing, so... I've been we've been watching a series on Netflix called Slasher. Oh, you were telling me about this. And it, I think it's produced in Canada, um largely Canadian actors. Season 1 is a little more um uh, mind um bleepery. Wow. Seasons 2 and 3 are all about the shock and gore. We watched season 3 uh next because Netflix screwed up in the way it presented it to us. So we started season 2. Oh. And uh we stopped because I think uh, it didn't really settle well with my wife. Because oh. the first guy who got killed in season two opened a door and then had a chainsaw stabbed through him. Nice. And then it motioned all the way up his body. It was great special effects, I will say that. But. See, right now I'm looking at you as you're in the camera and I'm just imagining. And, and you can just see my smile getting wider and wider. That actually happened uh, in a similar movie, um, uh, Hatchet which took place down in the bayou. And the guy who played Jason in the Friday the 13th movies played this, this deformed killer down there. And at one point, the guy, he was, um, uh, he's been in Star Trek, I believe. He was also in The Fugitive. He was the cop who said that he saved everybody on the bus when it crashed, but he really didn't. He was, he was like cut from, from shoulder all the way down to the groin with a knife in one scene, and it was pretty brutal. So, yeah, yummy. So I'm going to have to check out this show. i get some ideas. <laughs> I hate you. Well, I, I have another story about similar to that, which is sad but funny at the same time. Oh, great! Wait, we're going to tell sad stories on the outtake well, now? Well, yeah, we have to because it all goes together. Because you'll be happy because it has to do with me dying. So that would be nice. Um, oh, so it's a celebratory story. Exactly. Sue would always tease me when we were when we were joking around. So she goes, "You know, I'm going to just drive you up to the, you know, the." the boonies in Maine and just string you up on some tree really up high and just leave you there. And I'm like, wow, that's, I love you. So the other night we're watching Northwoods law, which is a reality show about the fish and game um, officers in New Hampshire and Maine and stuff like that. And they have different stories. And there was just one story about a teenager who had gone missing for four days and there was a big search for him and, and and they had a whole bunch of people out in the woods looking for him. And the father was there, and they found him. And he was strung up in a tree, and he had unfortunately committed suicide. And it's not something that you normally would expect to see, but, but here's my point. And it was very sad. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this is one of those stories where they actually – something bad happened because normally it always feels good. But she looked at me and went, I will never say that to you again about jokingly. To Why are we telling the story on the outtake? <laughs> because it, just, it popped into my head. We were talking about different ways, chainsaws through the chest and, and hatchets down the shoulder and, and, and you wanting me to be strung up in a tree. And so it, it just popped in my head. So anyway. Here's why I'll never do anything to you. Do you want to know why? Why? Because with my luck, you turn into an arch supervillain and be my nemesis. 
You mean I'd be a crappy movie? <laughs> no, I mean like you'd be the Joker to my Batman. I, I understand. Thank you. I was trying to make a joke. Yeah, you made a crappy joke. Well, that. it's a crappy movie. You shut up. I mean, <laughs> that's that's why I'll never do anything because with my luck, yeah. I, it won't get rid of you. I will come back. Yeah. Yeah, we took a dark turn this week. It was. Do you realize it was about four years ago this time that you first did the coconut song? Wow. I like coconut Coffee. I remember it very well. <laughs> Everybody say, huh? <laughs> wow. You know, Swamp Thing got canceled already? What do you mean? <laughs> there was a, a, a Netflix series. There was? Swamp Thing. And, Th- and this the, might and, explain why it was canceled. Exactly. And the actual the trailer for it, it looked kind of creepy and, and intense. And somebody on Twitter actually wrote they were doing an official reviews for it, but they had to, like, they couldn't do the review because they were jumping out of their skin every 10 seconds. It aired one episode this past week and it has already been canceled. They're going to show the rest of the season and then it's done. They already canceled it after one episode. <laughs> I didn't even know it, it, it happened. So it doesn't you know. have Adrian Barbeau. It's not worth it. Well, Hey, she's the deep space nine. So. I understand that. Thank you. Really? I didn't know that bill. What? Of course you didn't. Cause you're an idiot. Idiot. Hey, we said idiot almost at the same time. <laughs> you really got to watch more of The Office for Dwight Schrute. I do. I've been using a lot more uh, Office um, um, gifts gifts on Twitter lately because they've been needed. Maybe you should take a gift of this. Wow, people! I'm just so glad that you don't have to see his his um, hatred and vitriol. I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, I like your chair though. <laughs> no, I have a Star like Trek chair. Random, random things just come at me. I have a Star Trek chair. You do. I, I have a chair. You ready to do this, jerk? <laughs> yes, I am. Whew. Bing bong. Bing bong, bing bong, groovy, groovy, town, town. What? <laughs> <laughs> so we're still on groovy, groovy, town, town. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that was the last one. It's out of my system now. Just immediately before this, um, uh, Dan dropped that on the mic, the groovy, groovy town town. And I, then it apparently doesn't come from anywhere. It doesn't. It just comes from my empty cobweb infested head. That's the most accurate description of your brain function I've ever heard. I'm not afraid to admit it. I had weird dreams last night. Really? Yeah. Okay, first of all, this is probably why it happened. So did you see the story on Twitter about the graves in Thailand? No. There was the cemetery in Thailand. And they took video yesterday morning all the graves had been broken open and there were no bodies in any of them. Very strange. Very Sounds weird. like a Netflix series. Yeah. And so I had a dream last night that I was flying overseas to, I think, Thailand. And my orders from whatever secret mission I was doing was in my suitcase along with my passport, my money, my clothes, everything. And we got to Thailand. I went through customs. I went to a room and I lost my luggage. And I spent the rest of my dream frantically trying to search for it. So I'm tired. I have so many questions. Uh, the first of which is, uh, when do stewardesses go on secret missions? Flight attendant. <laughs> stewardess. <laughs> and I say that jokingly because Dan was a flight attendant at one yes. point in his life. Yes. Um, second of which, um, who would have sent you on a secret mission? The Omega Sector, the last line of defense. W- what is that? That's from True Lies, baby. <laughs> The movie True Lies. Oh, no. I, I got and it. And you know who stars in that, don't you? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in that movie and she True Lies. Tom Arnold? Harry Stamper. 
Well, no, wrong movie. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold was fantastic in that movie. He was so funny. He was like the Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. The big big name was was not as funny as the secondary actor in the movie. It was awesome. Bill, was awesome. Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton was good in that too. Rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. sad. Eliza Dushku? What? Yes. Yes. Very much. I'm going to so. go through everybody who's in this movie. That's who's right. not named. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I'm going to go right through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> See now, I just keep expecting you to speak in Arnold, and when he stop, it's cheering me up. Sorry, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's disappointing when you actually stop talking like Arnold because then you sound like you again. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the best part was is the image on your camera froze and your eyes were closed like like this, and then I heard, "Wow, that hurts." That's going to be my galt look for a lot of my pictures, and so. For those who who may not be in Camp Kittimer, one, you really should be. Yes. Two, Dan posted a photo of uh, his costume so far, including his his galt collar and the uh, the backing for his cloak, and it just looks stellar. It's going to be so awesome. Thanks, dude. I am so excited on how this whole thing is coming out. I've never done cosplay before like this, where I've actually had to make something. So to be able to get that material to make the, the backing for the cloak and and the badge that he wears in front with the Triskelion logo, I'm like, oh, this is going to be wreck. But I got to say, thankfully, YouTube videos really explain how to do stuff well. And I'm very excited how this is going to look. It's it's going to be freaking awesome. I cannot wait. And I'm going to, whenever we take pictures, I'm going to have t- people take picture for me on my phone. So I get all of them also. And I'm going to put a special effect of my eyes glowing like Galt did. Um, for all of those pictures, and I'll post them to Twitter after the fact. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Now, now I know you weren't going to do this, and I'm going to implore you to do this. I'm going to ask our listeners to beg you to do this. Please wear something under your cloak. I know I you were going to go no, be a Scottish. No. I know you're planning on airing it out, but uh, for the love of all that's Trekness, um, no. please, please wear something under your cloak. That was a dirty rumor spread by Casey. Uh, I will not be commando under my cloak. I will have a um, G-string and tank top on, yes. No, we need no. more than that. So, <laughs> no. so please hit him, on Twitter at, hit him on Twitter at Trek Geek Dan. <laughs> please tell him that he needs to wear something substantive. I will have a pair. I actually, I actually already know what I'll be wearing. I'll be wearing a pair of black shorts and a Star Trek Continues all black t-shirt. I'm not buying that for a second. Yeah, I know I've you. Already, I've already got it set aside. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're going to actually put it on. Oh, I, I know you. Absolutely. Oh, it's, I will say it's going to be hot under that cloak because it's Brooke did a fantastic job with it, it, but it's heavy. So I'm I'm looking for the air conditioning that day. I'll tell you that. At Trek Geek Dan. Okay, you ready to do this? <laughs> I'm always ready. You ready? I'm I'm the one running the show. Of course, I'm ready. Groovy, groovy, down, down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bing bong that was gross <laughs> bing, bing bong bing bong hmm yes the old ones bing bong it is an early morning and i have not had coffee <laughs> you need to start working on your galt not your ruck i know that's true what does galt sound like galt <laughs> he actually he said oh my god you know who he sounds like 
Mr. Ruskin. I, uh, if, if you're going to say Joseph Ruskin, I was going to shut down this recording right now. You want to hear an interesting thing about Mr. Ruskin? I like calling him Mr. Ruskin because he's just so cool. I did not know this until I was listening to Mission Log this week. He is the only other person besides Major Rodden, blah, 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 Major Barrett Roddenberry. Who? To, I'm sorry, I was looking down. At, <laughs> I was looking down at my screen. Besides Major, to be in every series of Star Trek until Discovery, of course. He was in every one. He was um, in, he was an extra in Insurrection, so that counts as TNG. I did not know that. So he and Majel are the only two people to be in all of the series before Discovery. That's amazing. Now, I'm going to go on a whim here because it's been a long time since I've rewatched Enterprise. I'm guessing that Majel's appearance counts as the computer yes. in the finale? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Yep, and I, I was amazed by that, and it took me a while to remember what Majel was. Um, but that's that's pretty cool. So I will be um, cosplaying a, a, a living, uh, well, not a living, but a Star Trek legend. Wow, thanks for walking that one back. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like Tom Petty's going to be there or anything. Were you just doing your Tom Petty impersonation right now? I, <laughs> All right, so Dan and his brother-in-law have this running joke about Tom Petty, so we apologize for anybody who's a Tom Petty fan. And, and uh, I'm a huge Tom Petty fan, and, I, yeah. and I've actually said to Sue last night, I have grown to appreciate his music to a new level un- since his unfortunate passing, but my brother-in-law, for some reason, with all the people that have died and all the stars that they always come out with this with you know these things when they, when they pass away and their music seems to become more popular, for some reason, I just always make... I hate to say joke because it's not funny, but about Tom Petty, whenever Tom Petty song comes on and we're together, I just like, I think it's because of the reaction you get out of your brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and I always try to make uh, up new lyrics for the songs that are on when he's playing to, to, to get under my brother-in-law's skin. It's pretty funny. That see, that really is the beautiful part. Just knowing <laughs> that Ed is probably imploding from you doing that. <laughs> True. Which True. I, I endorse, quite honestly. Well, I, I appreciate that. Then I'll keep going with it. Well, you, you're a credit to that uniform. You, uh, But be careful. You know, you don't want to go overboard on this because we don't want you to suffer any Bass and Coleridge. Bass and Coleridge is a bad thing. I, I'm going to have to come up with a Bass and Coleridge lozenge <laughs> because that would uh, that would help with Bass and Coleridge-itis. How does, uh, how does one actually prevent Bass and Coleridge? I mean... I'm not sure. Before we before we continue with that conversation, don't move. Back up. To, well, actually, move back up just a little tiny bit, but don't move your shoulder. I want to point out something to the listeners uh, talking about it. Your left shoulder or your shoulder that's showing the crease in your shirt looks like a Starfleet Delta. Now it's gone because you moved, dummy. You told me to back up. Yeah, but you backed up too much. Anyway, Bassin Coleridgeitis. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> It's, I just see deltas everywhere. <laughs> there, there's your delta. Yeah, there you go. I got my delta right here. <laughs> yeah, you keep I was, talking. I was, okay, so yeah. Anyway, um, uh, that was our people who are maybe wondering about Basin Collar Basin Collaridge. Very, very serious. Uh, that very nice delta you got there. Thank um, you. You're gonna have to become a Patreon to be able to understand what that actually is. So there you go. Well, no, we can't just start dropping the term on on the flagship and not tell people what it no is. No purchase necessary. Yeah, yeah, we're in the outtake. <laughs> That's true. No, it's actually it's it's my made up word of the week, and it's a um it's a tear of the vocal cord subcutaneous region, and I don't I can't believe I didn't screw that up, but uh, I'll go with it. You screw up 
the title of the podcast, yeah. and yet Subcut you said the word subcutaneously. Subcutaneously, subcutaneousness. Uh, you are a study in contrast. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Not the first word I was going to go with, no. but okay. Not, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes, you are such a putt. So we're getting ready for uh, uh, America's um, birthday this week uh, as we record. Pretty exciting. Going to be a nice week. Yeah, and, it's it's Thursday, warm. I think. Thursday is the Fourth of July, Independence Day. Um, got to watch the uh, Red Sox and Yankees play the first game in Europe in history yesterday, and it was horrible. <laughs> I couldn't care less because it's in Europe. Well, yeah, but they, I think I, this is what I said. I was talking to my family last night at dinner. I personally think this is a test because I think in a few years we're going to see a Major League Baseball team based in London. It's got sort of along the lines of the NFL. I think the same thing with the NFL. So they're testing it out, seeing what kind of uh, turnout they have. And the place was packed, of course. Um, they got their money's worth because it was 17 to 13. 30 runs were scored in the game. Um, so uh, we'll see. Was it a softball game? I know. Well, the, the deepest part of the park was 385 feet to center field. That's how they built the they, – they turned a sock, the London Stadium into a baseball field, and that's a pretty short uh, yeah. pretty short wall, especially when you got sluggers from the Yankees like Aaron Judge and people from the Red Sox like uh, – uh, I don't know, none of them really did good yesterday, so never mind. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody was going yard because it's only 385 to center. So Yeah, so anyway, little sports. You know, I always got to throw a little sports talk into the podcast, so we'll move on. Yeah, that's I'm great because everybody who was listening stopped about a minute and a half ago. We should uh, well, we we should we already did take me out to the Hollow Suite, so we already did a sports related one. We're not going to do the boxing one in Voyager because that one's just lame. So uh, episode's not great, not good. So I don't know of any other really sports ones. We could do the one with Riker's dad because they have that game. What is it? And Bujitsu. And Bujitsu. I couldn't remember the first. Sorry, and Bujitsu. And Bujitsu. Yes, yes. And of course, Pulaski and Riker. So. Anyway, <laughs> they were playing a different kind of jujitsu. <laughs> Bounce, chicka, wow, wow, <clears throat> coconut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hearkening back to episode fifteen. Yes, that's coconut. A long, that's a long time ago. A long time, four and a half years. Uh, isn't that amazing? Congratulations, man. Congratulations to you, buddy. Oh, I. Uh, it's amazing to think that uh, coming up in the early part of twenty twenty, just mere six and a half months from now, we'll be talking about our fifth. Uh, Fifth, fifth anniversary. I'm Hugh Downs, and this is 2020. Does that make me Barbara Walters? Yes. Are you ready to do this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong. Oh, that was nice. Bing bong. Oh, don't go to the Britney <laughs> thing. You sound like you're dry heaving when you do that. So, sorry. Ugh, ugh. I just I think I just threw up in the back of my, my throat a little. Well, well mission accomplished. Well, uh well, welcome back Hi. from uh from vacation, buddy. Yes, thank you. It's very good to be back. It's always good to be back. You had a beautiful week at the lake. It was fantastic. We had one day of showers and thunderstorms. A branch almost fell on my head. Uh, but that's okay. Damn it. I know. I'm sorry to I'm sorry you're disappointed, but uh great day. The 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 it was quiet. There was no boat traffic all week. It was very nice. Sue and I kayaked many miles. 
saw an eagle. So for real this time, Matt, I saw an eagle and it was awesome. And I'm going to tell you this quick story because it was so awesome. We were kayaking at the lake and there is a an eagle and they call it the Winnesquam eagle. So we went to its nest, which was a few miles away and we're sitting there watching it. It comes out of the tree and flies over us and flies off. Then it flies back and it lands on a rock that's sticking out of the water a little bit. So we start slowly kayaking over to it just to see if we can get a good look at it. It flies off the rock. And I'm not exaggerating at all when I say this. It flew in between Sue and I at water level at about 10 feet away. It was glorious. It was really cool. Now, what kind of eagle? Are we talking like American bald eagle? Yes. Or? Yep. Oh, wow. That's yep. fantastic. There's, there's been a nest um, at a certain tree in, on Winnesquam for three years now, I think. And each year there are new, there are new uh, babies in there. And these babies are growing up fast because they were pretty big. This year. So why did you attack the symbol of America? I, I mean, didn't. Oh, no. I, why oh, were you trying to hurt those little no, evil babies? Don't That's even. That's the only reason why the mother would come after you. Like you're not that. going there. They, he was, he, she flew by and she kind of gave us a little, see a pal. It was why great. do you hate America? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here from the Autobahn Bird Society. Oh, My name is Barry. Hi, Barry. Bing and Bong. <laughs> uh, firstly, did you hear the call of that eagle? Um, I didn't hear the call of the eagle, but I heard the call of the, the uh, chicks in the nest, and I actually have it on my phone. That's pretty cool. If, now, if, did you if know? you had heard the call, what might it have sounded like? <laughs> That's actually the sound of an eagle. The red-tailed hawk makes the iconic keer sort of sound that the eagle is always superimposed with on on your guys' uh, you know, hooray for America flying over the Grand Canyon kind of thing. Um, yeah, the red-tailed hawk actually makes that noise. The bald eagle makes this kind of noise. It's very majestic. And actually, I was out with Stacy the other day. And we saw an eagle and it was beautiful as well. It did not fly and it didn't give us a little hay there. And that's an amazing story of it flying between there. But uh, yeah, Dan has, I think Dan.exe has just crashed. <laughs> I, this is amazing because I was asking Dan because it was going to sound stupid. And then you chime in with, with actual science, um, which is what I'm going to call this, even though it's it's really just reporting what bird calls do. Um, hashtag I'm a bird nerd. Barry's bird, bird calls. I'm a bird it nerd. It sounded like trek geeky geeky geeky, trek geeky geeky geeky. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? Yeah. Did you know, actually, Stacey, uh, my, my, my better half, came by uh, the other day, actually, when she was out on a run. And she's like, Barry, I think I saw a bald eagle. Or I thought I saw a bald eagle. But it turned out to just be a raven with a bagel. And I thought that. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Manitoban Canadian being like, oh, I thought that was an eagle. But uh, yeah, no, he's just a raven. He took my bread. Hashtag raven with a bagel. A raven I'm with tired. Bagel. I'm already tired. <laughs> Dan's, uh, Dan's brain is full uh, it, which is which is the first time for everything I, I gotta say so thank uh, you Bill well all three of those cells I mean don't usually work at the same time uh, but they're they're dividing and conquering as we speak well <laughs> I don't think they're dividing or like, conquering like each other is this is this gonna be like uh, let that be your last battlefield <laughs> there can be only one all this electricity coming out of his heart. That, that was my running through the hallway. Bad impersonation. That was almost as good as your Neelix lungs. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody see, can see uh, it. So seriously though, I need to visit New Hampshire because Dan, the pictures that you shared, those were idyllic. Absolutely beautiful. I got to tell you, you know, I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but Disney is our favorite vacation spot for going on vacation, but not relaxing. The camp that we've gone to since I was an infant is, at least now, Sue and I have been married 16 years. It is our favorite place on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that camp. It's absolutely something we look forward to every year. And uh, 
this year was no exception. Barry, you're welcome to move in here to this condo when Kelly and I move. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds good. You'll you'll meet uh, you'll meet Craig, who actually owns the property in Vegas. So, oh. if you do move to New Hampshire, though, you got to do one thing: lose the accent. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> this 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 terrible, terrible like mid mid North American just... <laughs> accent. It just means he has to hang out on the west side of Manchester. Oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Does. I can't. I can't do your guys's East, like New England accent, but I can do the the Nova Scotian uh, "park your car in the harbor" um, sort of accent. They, they everything has very hard R's over there. Really, almost yeah. kind of like Minnesota. Maybe, yeah. There, there is a bit of an oh yeah, but in Nova Scotia, when they agree or like you say something and they want to be like oh yeah yeah yeah, they go yeah, 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 yeah. they they breathe in their yeses. It's very strange. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Dan does that too. Uh, I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> we, 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 could do, we could do bird calls and Dan calls. <laughs> well, the Dan call is easy. Hey, margarita's ready. Oh. <laughs> coconut. <Hi>. Coconut. <laughs> All right, there, gentlemen. Are you uh, you ready to do this? Oh, uh, let's do it. I'm ready. Well, oh, whoa! That sounded a little. Um... So you sounded like Dirty Harry just then. Really? No. No, not really. Sorry, Ferris Bueller was on the other night. <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go. Bing bong. Bing bong. That wasn't very galtish. I don't I don't have the echo. I wish I had a way to reverb my voice when I'm talking when I'm as galt, because that would be kind of neat. I wish you had a way to mute your voice when you were talking so nobody would have to hear you. Wow. And And you just get right into it right off the bat. You're, yeah. you're good. You make things go, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> how, can we, how can I be upset with you? We're we're less than forty eight hours away from being airborne to head down to uh, Las Vegas for a week of fun and frivolity. It is. We've talked about this before. I mean, this really kind of re-energizes my Star Trek fandom every year. Right. You know, seeing so many other people who love the same thing we love. Um, and, and getting to hang out with them and, and enjoy that fellowship of, of Trekdom really just means the world to me. So much more than some of the panels. There were a lot of great panels this year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but this this is, this is con fuels me every year. Mm-hmm. It really does. And, of course, this year, is, as we've said and we will be saying uh, as we continue forward, this is the best time in the history of – Star Trek to be a Star Trek fan with everything that's going on. We've got the Picard series. We've got all these other things. And and now we get to enjoy it all uh, at, at Vegas with all the people that we love to meet and hang out with for that once a year. And it was cool. Jerry Ryan and Jonathan DeLarco were named just the other day as being uh, the latest guests. So Picard will weigh heavily in uh, in the desert, which is very cool. And I'm, I'm hoping something like Pike gets announced. But we'll see. That's your idea, and I'm sticking with it. I, I really have to hope. I mean... I won't. I'm not going to be disappointed if they don't. Let's put it that way. I mean, we have such a an overflowing, you know, uh, cup of Star Trek right now. Mm-hmm. We are just we are graced with so much that we never had before. Uh, there's more Trek coming all the time, and I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. So if they don't announce it, yeah. I'm not going to be bummed, but I really hope they announce it. I hope they do, too. And I was watching this weekend. There were some people on Twitter posting things. And what do you think of this title? Because I dig it. Star Trek 1701. I think that would be a very cool name for a Pike series. Um, I don't know if I like it. I mean, Pike would be good too, of course. Um, but I thought that was kind of different because it's not something we've ever seen before. 
It is different. Yeah. Um, uh, wow, that's a, that's interesting. That's a great carpool conversation. Is what would they call a Pike uh, series? Okay. Or what should they call a Pike series? Uh, even if they announce a name between Hither and Yon. Star Trek Wheels. Wheels. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> yeah, that was my bad joke for the day. But I got a farkism later, so you know it's going to get worse. Uh, it always, always <laughs> yeah. gets yeah. worse. It does. Yeah. It does. So, uh, what was? How's the? Uh, how's the weekend? Good stuff going on. Uh, mostly laundry. Yeah. Oh, they're getting ready, folding yeah. it all up, ironing. Yeah. Uh, my back is almost, almost a hundred percent. Okay. Good. Um, a little stiffer today, but um, I, I'm just gonna. Do what I can in Vegas. You so know? I'll be able to punch you in the kidney again. The the kidney? The kidney. Kidney. Ki- kidney. kidney. That's, yeah. Kidney. Help me, Spook. Kidney. Kidney. Help me, Spook. <laughs> Is that uh, what you do on the Trek Geeps podcast? Yes, I do. I do, I do a good job podcasting. It's really weird looking at you with uh, dark facial hair. Oh, it, uh, yeah, okay, so... At, yeah, so I I, I did the uh, the tinting of the beard for Galt last night, and I didn't tell my wife I was going to the bathroom to do that. So I go in the bathroom and I shave my head. I actually tweeted out a picture of me shaving my head, and then I decided to do the beard. And just as I finished, she walked in and she started a sentence and she stopped and just went wide eyed. And I'm like, hi, because <laughs> it's it's so different. You know, usually I have the light brown with the white. Now it's black. Now you look like if you made a tough face, you'd actually look tough. No, that's not tough. <laughs> you, you just made it this sort of bug-eyed face. Like now you look like Grumpy Cat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just—I'm not the type of person to have a, a mean face. I'm not that kind of person. In the words of that sage observer of our times, Michael Jackson, "I'm a lover, not a fighter." Exactly. Yes. Yeah. He wrote that about me. I think. Tito, get me a tissue. Yeah, he didn't write that about me though. Jermaine, stop teasing. Wait, that's Eddie Murphy. That's Eddie. I was going to say, who supposedly I read the other day, he's going to do a stand-up routine soon. He should be doing. He should do something. He's not making money anywhere else. Like freaking Haunted Mansion, I think was the last movie that he did that I remember. Did you see it? Oh yeah, it's a Disney movie, so I saw it. Was it any good? Eh, It was okay. The guy who played General Zod is in it, so it can't be that bad. Terrence Terrence Stamp? Stamp. Yeah, he's in it. He plays the butler in the mansion. He's one of my like my favorite actors of all time. He's just so underrated, and he's good in this one too. He's got that voice and the, the way that he carries himself. I mean, he looks like he's about I don't know a hundred, but other than that, and that's not a bad thing. But yeah, I was very happy to see him in that. Kneel before Zod. Oh, so good. Nobody will ever be better than him as Zod. Even I don't even know the name of the guy that played him in the other movies, but Michael Shannon, and know. it just wasn't the same. Ah, no, no, no. Yeah, he. I, th- you know, this is the kind of coloring that I could use for a General Zod cosplay. Now that I think about it, it is. I'd, uh, I'd love to see you in that outfit. That would be hilarious. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Turk, you ready to do this? I'm ready, man. All right, let's get it going. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Crosby. But. <laughs> I don't no. even know what to say to that. I know that, you caught me off guard there. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. You know, do, you know, if we if we could sing on the show, we I'd start going right into the David Bowie Bing Crosby Christmas song. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you mean. I thought maybe you were going to come back with Denise Crosby. Oh, what? Oh, so we're going to play that game where? Oh, all but, right. I mean, and that then, would have been a viable answer. 
Denise Richards, Richard Hatch, uh, Lost had the Hatch. I mean, we oh, could no. just go on forever and ever. No, I would have tried to keep it Star Trek after Denise Crosby. Oh, all right. Well, that might have been a little harder. Well, that's the that's the really the thing, right? The seven seven degrees of trexpiration. Hey guys, that was great. Let's go get a coke. <laughs> ben Crosby's last words. Really? Yeah, he was playing golf. Uh, what a shock! Because the guy golfed every day, <laughs> and um, you know, they finished uh, finished around. You know, he, he putted on 18 and said, that was great, guys. Let's go get a Coke. And then had a heart attack right there. Wow. I, yep. I never knew that. The yep. things the things that you hear during the outtake section of the Trek Geek podcast is educational as well as informative, which is pretty much the same thing. I'd like to think myself as a fountain or a repository of totally useless facts. You're a fountain, all right. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're a suppository. Whoa, that, whoa, where did that come from? Where did that go? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, my goodness. So you're sounding a lot better than you were just 48 oh, hours ago when I last saw you. Bleh, what a what a horrible week uh, coming back from Vegas and getting con crud and for the first time and not fun, but uh, I'm feeling much better. I got a little bit of a cough left, but not much. It's very manageable, but, uh, you know, I got to say it, it's worth it. It really is because it's a great week and we had such a great time and we met so many new people and reunited yeah. with so many others and uh, another unforgettable, if not the best uh, STLV that I've had in my five years going. I was going to say, this is your fifth straight. This is my ninth straight mm. and uh, it's right up there for me along my favorites. Um, I I had such a great time this year, which was the complete opposite of last year. Oh, oof. Yeah, last year was a lot of drama, a lot of things beyond our control, and we just really decided to to just keep it close this year and right. and concentrate on the things that we wanted to do. And I mean, certainly we did some some work with regard to um, uh, furthering the Trek Geeks Network, which I think was very very mm-hmm. good, very crucial to uh, to what we want to do in, in in the coming years. But uh, I I was really kind of excited as to. Just how much we all laughed. Oh, it was it was awesome. Laughing is the best medicine. And, you know, I just want to be sweet to you, Bill, so I'm going to be happy all the time and, and uh, do whatever I can to, uh, to make you laugh and, and everybody else uh, around us laugh. It was fun. It was, it, was, it was a lot of laughter, that's for sure. Oh, uh, it was. And the Fansets party, I mean, it, that keeps getting better and better every single year. I think we get more and more nervous before the party every single year, <laughs> yeah. and that's just an indicator of how great it's going to be. Yep. Um, we gave away more stuff, but did it in a much smarter fashion this year, and I, I think that yeah. that helped the flow of the party a great deal. It allowed us to mingle a little bit. Mm-hmm. It allowed us to be a little more natural on mic. Um, I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I thought it was uh, the, the greatest one yet, and I, I can't wait till next year already. Yeah, me too. I had a blast. Um uh, I'll tell you what, having Star Trek playing on the screen was, was just an added bonus to see it up there as we we're doing stuff. Uh, we got everybody started chanting, fight, 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 when uh, Kirk and Spock started going at it in the naked time. That was pretty cool. But I think one of my favorite moments was when Robert Reyes actually won something, and he was up on top at the uh, on like that <laughs> mezzanine level. And you, I, it was like he just won something on The Price is Right. It was hysterical. I was like he hit the lottery. <laughs> you know? was, this gives st- me an idea for next year's Fansets party. Hmm. Perhaps we do a- an episode watch on mute. And we engage the crowd, and every commercial break, we give something away. Oh, very nice. So we nice. pause every commercial break. That's yeah. the, you know, 
because it's TOS. I mean, the commercial breaks are you know right. like every other Star Trek hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when they're coming, and then you know we we give a few things away, then we get back into the the fight, fight, fight. If you wow, will. I think good. that would be kind of neat. I think that'd be awesome. I, I'm I'm up, I'm up for it. I'll take it to the board. See what they say. And the, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I think we start with an episode like uh, Miri. <laughs> or and the children shall leave. Oh, why I knew you were going there. You know, uh, maybe I'll do that guy as a uh, cosplay next year. Which one? <laughs> uh, the attorney dude, Gorgon. Oh, the uh, lawyer in the shower curtain. <laughs> no, I will not do that. I was thinking you should do uh, Charles Napier's character. Oh no, I don't. Dip it out, I, don't, I don't think so. Hey, no. brother. Oh, I thought you were talking about in uh, Little Green Man. No. <laughs> no, I'm talking space hippies, baby. I think I'll be galt again because I had so much fun with that. That was just awesome. You looked amazing. It was fun. A lot, of, and, and you know what's amazing? And, and in a bad way. And I'm serious when I say this. As fun as that day was, there was so much going on. You and I didn't get a picture with of each other dressed up. I couldn't. You and I were it. apart the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's... normally I wouldn't care about, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I spent most of the day feeling like I was at Disney World in line. Yeah, well, know, for things. Unfortunately, because I did the cosplay contest, the 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 um the judging started at three o'clock in the DeForest Kelly room, so I had to go in there, and I was in there till six o'clock, three hours where I couldn't be out on the on the floor, you know, mingling with people and getting pictures, and and then uh, was on the stage uh, from six to seven, and then in the Nimoy Theater. So that was unfortunate that that pretty much half the day was in that room, but it was worth it. My Starfleet boots were thankful for that period of time because I pretty much just sat in the main theater. Oh the yes, whole time. Yep. Um, taking you know pro- propping my feet up. So yeah, that I was thankful for. Um, but dude, you you made it to the final round of the costume contest. Oh my god, that's pretty awesome. Walking on that stage was so surreal. It was great. It was so cool. But you know what was not great? Jordan Hoffman is not a good MC. I, I'm sorry. He's just he's not. Um, when he was trying to, uh, you know, um, ad lib for a little while, not good, not no. good. That was that was like some of the things he said. I was like, oh my god, have you not heard of the Me Too movement? <laughs> it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I'll put that aside and just uh, enjoyed the fact that I scared Wilson Cruz to death. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't open the cloak, so I, not that you know of, not on stage anyway. Wow. Wow, mm-hmm. that's, that's really more detail than I ever needed. There you go. Are you ready to do this there, jerk? Yeah, state of Star Trek, let's do it. Da-da-da. No. Oh, no. Sorry, okay. You're, you're very sorry, thank you. Here we go. Bing bong! Bing bong! There's a little, a little. <clears throat> yeah, watch, watch, again. watch your meter there, Chief. Bing bong. <laughs> I'm glad you're adding so much value to the show this week. Thank you, know, you so much. People, people want to hear me do my goofy stuff, so I'm, I'm here for the fans. You know, because I love them a lot more than I love you. Which is See, funny because I was just praising you on the, on the Patreon side of things, which they'll never hear. <laughs> That's right. So I can, you know, categorically deny it ever happened. Uh, well, no, you can't because there's a group of people in the world who knows it did, and I will always have the source audio. No, the liars. <laughs> <laughs> great, oh. great way to go. How are you? I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm. I didn't sleep very well last night. Oh, but. me neither. 
I just uh, I can't find a happy medium with my back. So. Oh, all right. Well, sleep standing up. Horses I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sleep podcasting in a minute because you're boring the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to bring something good to the conversation. So I just have to. I'm, I feel. <laughs> I feel like what's his face? The guy who was on stage uh, for the uh, when I was Galt on stage and he was filling dead air, Hoffman. Oh yeah, so now you're not going to talk. All right, I see where we're going. No, I'm waiting for you to say something that's worth my responding to. Oh, all right. Um, Hasn't happened yet in 187 I was episodes. Gonna say, this. I was going to say it's taking you four and a half years to finally say that. Well, I, I know that. that's on me. That's so I'm me. sitting here uh, at my at my podcast station in my Star Trek uh, studio, and in front of me I have the wonderful uh, Planet Killer from Eagle Moss, and right in front of it, sitting on its stand, is the prototype Enterprise, and it looks awesome. Which only people in Vegas know about right now. That's right. Well, you know, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, guess what? <laughs> that's okay. It still looks good. Squid, <laughs> have your finger on the pulse of America. Oh, you know, I got my pulse on. It's, I have a hard time getting my own pulse sometimes. So. Oh, I'm waiting for the day that pulse uh, just stops. Wow, that was harsh. True, the uh, truth is not harsh. It's, it's not. It's. Uh, I don't even have any. I can't even. I don't have a comeback for that. It's too no. early in the morning. I didn't sleep good. Oh, the poor baby. And I can't wait to shave this monstrosity off my face. You got uh, another, <laughs> just over another week to go because uh, this week, uh, next weekend, as this drops, or this coming weekend it's as this coming. drops, yeah, we um we will be in Ticonderoga, New York, at Treconderoga, yeah, uh, which is um uh, put on by the uh, the official or sorry the Star Trek original series set tour, mm-hmm. officially licensed by CBS. It's gonna be, man, this is gonna be a great little convention. I am so psyched for this. It is going to be awesome. I think the, the it's going to be so great. The worst part is going to be the three hour drive with you, both ways. That's going to be tough. But I'll you know what I, I'm going to do it because I'm looking forward to the convention and and you know maybe we'll finally make up and be friends again. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we, we may we may take the opportunity to uh, to maybe record several carpool conversations. That's a good idea. We're going to have plenty of time to do it. Uh, down and back. Yeah. Oh, six hours and 40 minutes of driving. Oh, God. Uh, it, round trip. That's both ways. Yes, round trip. Yeah. Because if Uphill. I had to do six hours one way with you, yeah. I would, I, w- I don't know what I'd do. Would you jump out of the car at 75 miles an hour? No, Please? but I might fly instead. <laughs> okay. I would spend the money and get on a plane so that I could avoid you for that long. Wow. We just spent all this time together bonding in Vegas, and now you got to be like that. Back to the back to the regular thing, huh? No, I'm just being honest. I mean, I can barely handle three hours in a car with yeah, you. Here we go. Less than an hour to work was bad enough. Oh, that three was hours? Horrible. We got to do that again soon. Now six hours? I mm. oh god, I I think I would just quit. <laughs> okay. Wow. See now, see, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I try to be nice and you know, being very complimentary and talking about all the all the good things about Bill, and he comes back with that kind of stuff. I can't help it if you're a drag. <laughs> I'm pulling you down with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, like an anchor. <laughs> like oh, an anchor. Concrete galoshes. <laughs> huh? Huh? Everything can be Star Trek related if you want it to be. It actually can. I yeah. mean, and the fact that it's not. So here's the thing I run into in my house. 
Everything right now is office, office. related. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Because my wife just throws out quotes intermittently. And for years, I've not done this with Star Trek. Okay. Because I didn't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. If you had to have my wife go, are you talking about freaking Star Trek again? <laughs> and you know, my, my wife just keeps going, you know how I be. Yeah. And that's a quote from The Office. Yep. yep. And at first, I didn't realize it was a quote from The Office. I'm like, where's that come from? She's <laughs> like, you know how I be. And finally, the episode was on, and I heard it. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you have been quoting The Office now for weeks, and I just didn't know. She goes, oh, yeah. So she's that person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's doing it with The Office. If you're that person, you're doing it with Star Trek. Oh, okay. Typical. So it's okay to do it with The Office. <laughs> well, I tell you what. If our roles were reversed, there's no way in hell you'd tell your wife it's not okay. <laughs> Yeah. That's not what I'm saying, though. (laughs) (laughs) That has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, stop doing the office quotes. It's dumb. (laughs) I'm going to cart that off as its own separate wave file and send it to her. That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Are you ready to do this, jerk? Yeah. Let's do it. Then do it already. Uh, wow! You need to you need to get going. Back off there, Smiley! Come on, Bucktooth! <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong! It's early in the morning, so I got to do it. Bing bong! <laughs> you sounded like you weren't all in that one either. No, it was, uh, was kind of like losing the breath. The air was just being sucked right out of my lungs. So let's try it again. Bing bong. That's much better. I'm sorry you Don't- had me if the air was being sucked out of your lungs. <laughs> Thank you. I, see, any any type of description where I'm suffering, you just, you light right up. You just, the smile on your face just showed up was was one that I've not seen in a long time. Because I'm I awake like now. Because I looking at your face. So I'm awake now. Yeah. Okay, great. Go back to sleep. It was better. Maybe for you, but how, not for anybody listening. How are you? I'm I'm here. I'm just real. See, I'm just rolling off the insults. I'm not even acknowledging them because they're just so bad. But by saying you're not acknowledging them, you are in essence acknowledging them. <laughs> 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 hey, it's it's not me. It's that's no, the, it's uh, it's me. Believe me, I know. I'm the dumb one here. I know. I'm the <laughs> ugly. I'm the ugly one. I'm the dumb one. I'm the one who doesn't understand anything. Math is hard for me, but not anybody else. And I can't type or talk good. Neither. Ow. I'm going to turn that into a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be available on Camp Kidmer <laughs> for free. <laughs> for free. Yeah, for free. Yeah. We're not charging for that. <laughs> Although we could. There's no Star Trek IP. Oh, that's true. There isn't. But no, we love everybody, and uh, we we want them to to be able to use that as a ringtone so that's going to happen all right great that's i'm glad i thought of that (laughs) (laughs) oh this made my day great well it's it's nice and early for you so at least you have the rest of the day to enjoy it (sighs) but that's all right you know it's it's fun to to get up and record with you yeah i love recording with me (laughs) it's you you that i'm still on the fence about oh you're not on the fence come on we're all in this together buddy (laughs) 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 wow oh you okay you need a a minute i was no i was gonna cough but it went away so i'm just gonna have a sip of my salted caramel coffee in my patriot sweater mug 
Is that mm. is is it really called a sweater mug? Well, it lo- if you look at it, see the print. It kind of oh, looks yeah. like a sweater, which is kind of cool. I it like look, that. It does look like the cuff and the here. stitching and cabling of a sweater. Take a picture of this. We'll put it on. Uh, we'll put it on Camp Kittimer to show everybody my Patriots sweater mug, as I like to call it. Hold on. There we go. So you see, there you got a Patriots logo, which of course is the best part of the whole thing. But it looks like uh, it smile looks for like- the camera. Thank you. Okay. I like how we stopped talking for the smile. It's pretty good. Well, it's because I can only do one thing at a time. Oh, uh, yes, that's true. I know. I know. So, yeah, that'll be kind of cool. So everybody can see that. I love it. I, I picked it up at Kohl's, of all places, a couple years ago. I, I saw it sitting on a table, and I loved it, so I got it. So here's my, here's our relationship with Kohl's Cash. <laughs> Kohl's and I think, Cash. How does this company make any money? No idea. Because you go in with, like, 100 bucks in Kohl's Cash, you buy 125 bucks worth of stuff, and you walk out with 50 more bucks in Kohl's cash. <laughs> yeah, and it's dollar for dollar. It's not like points or anything like that. Why, why don't they just, like, give you the stuff for free? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It makes, you come, it makes you come back. And the thing that stinks is it's not like you can get something, get Kohl's cash, and then turn around and go get something and come back. The Kohl's cash isn't good for, like, a week. So you have to go back. So that's how they do it. Just, well, but there's Kohl's cash that, that you can retain, Oh, I know that, but you can't yeah. like you can't just like go right back in and use it. You have to wait before you can actually use the cold. I see cash. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so just, the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. That's all right. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. So yeah, <laughs> constantly. And then we're like, all right, we're not going to Coles for a while. <laughs> and they send you a coupon for like triple Coles cash. It's like, son of a. You want to uh, hear something that's really weird? Yeah. Other Sue than your I, face, Sue and I are going to Coles today. <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not even kidding. That's so funny. That's hilarious. I have to get some new dress pants for work. <laughs> I uh, I wear jeans to work. Yeah, I, I usually wear uh, uh, not not dress pants, but um, business casuals. I guess you could call them. That's all right. We all know you're a big suck up. It's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you, know, you have to look good for the people. You know, you know, you you know when you when you do a good a job as I am, you have to look good in case any of the upper echelons come down and congratulate you. <laughs> That is such a load of malarkey. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> I was trying to come up with the best way to say that, and you picked the perfect word in malarkey. Malarkey. <laughs> Malaki? Malaki. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we're going to have a, a fun conversation here today. I'm looking forward to it. We are. We had such a great weekend. Um, we were just talking about it on the Patreon-specific intro, and I, um, of all the conventions I've been to, and now this counts STLB, this counts a lot of the smaller market ones. Mm-hmm. I've been to ones in Manchester, New Hampshire, and Providence, Rhode Island, and some in Boston, which were smaller. Um, and this one has really kind of vaulted its way to you know, among the favorites I've ever been to because of the people. It was it was amazing. Everybody was so gracious and so friendly and so welcoming. Um, it was a nice, small, intimate convention, so we really got yeah. to enjoy everything i mean stlv we love stlv because it's just the reunion with all of our friends and family that we've made but it's so busy all the time and this allows this one allowed us to walk around to meet the people to you know to 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 walk the sets and really enjoy it i i was i loved it and i agree with you it is vaulted up to one of the best conventions i've ever been to yeah, it's it. I, you hit it right on the head with the word intimate. Um, that really is what makes it so much different. I mean, STLV is fantastic, but you always wind up hanging out with the same core group of people mm-hmm. for the most part, and that's where your intimacy comes from. Right. Other than that, it's a very expansive sort of 
nameless, faceless event because yep. there are six, seven, ten thousand people mm-hmm. uh, at times. Um, this one is 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 nothing short of amazing, and you would think that it would seem a little disjointed with events at two different physical locations, but yeah. it is not. No, it's not at all. I, I was actually a little concerned about that one when um, we got the the map of things since we were going to have a table in the vendors room. I'm like, wow, this is at the high school, and the high school's it's like a ten minute walk if people are walking. So it's not it's not far, but it's not right around the corner either. But it it blends together perfectly. I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Kudos to James and everybody there who did such a great job, which I'm sure we'll talk about more during our general discussion. Uh, without a doubt, we absolutely will. Um, uh, quick and I, I, I just I can't say enough good things about it uh, and about the tour itself. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we'll hit this obviously during the episode, but if anybody's ever thinking about doing it, uh, don't think, just do. I would say even people not thinking about it now, you should be thinking about it, and so now you should be going. Go right now. Yeah. Get in your stop the podcast. Don't even listen to this week's episode. Until you get in the car and drive to Ticonderoga, listen to it on the way up. I'd say, yeah, listen to it in the car, hands-free. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No earbuds. The drive is beautiful. Oh, yeah, it is. It's very nice. Even when you make a wrong turn and go on the ferry. <laughs> well, it, it technically wasn't a wrong turn because the GPS right. told us to do it. True. true. It's kind of like that episode of The Office where Michael drives into a lake because the GPS tells him to. <laughs> That does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> and I might have done that if the gate wasn't down. So, win-win. Let's hope it doesn't come to that because I was your passenger. <laughs> I Although I float really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerk, you ready to do this? You got it, punk. Let's do it. All right. Bing bong. Bing to the bong, bong to the bing. Bing bong. How about that? Huh? Little, little ring, 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 ring in there. Well, see, but it didn't sound like that because it didn't have that behind it. I don't know if I could do that. No, I can't do that. Never mind. You'd have to have like the uh, the sound effect queued up on your yeah. computer and then launch your uh, what you call it. Yeah, voice that's meter. a that's a great candy bar. Have you ever had one of those? I didn't like it. Oh, I love those. I have them. Actually, I had one like a month or two ago. I just saw it when I was, you know, it's, they put it in the checkout line, so you know, like you're drawn to it, and I just went, oh, it was good. You did what? <laughs> Hi, how, how are you? <laughs> how much coffee have you had? I think I had a whatchamacallit. I got all the sugar in my system. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, um, what flavor you have? What do you think? Uh, something horribly coconut. Co- well, just coconut. Oh. Just... My wife tried to... Uh... Oh, you sound like my father doing that. Don't do that. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, my wife tried a uh, Green Mountain Maple Pecan, which I, she hated. I think we tried that and did not even finish the box. Okay, so I'm not going to bring yeah. in the extra cake-ups for you then. Yeah, I don't... I Do me a favor, bring one so I can double-check and see if that's the one. And, well, uh, she ordered a, a sampler pack, yeah. so she only got five cups. Oh, okay. I'll bring so, them in. I say it. that's four. Yeah, you'll try anything. I'll try anything. I'm like, Mike, I'm like Mikey in the Life commercial. No, remember that? Said, yeah, I know. I remember that. I never eat Life cereal though. Cinnamon Life is very tasty. Really? Yeah. You know what else is good that we got yesterday? Your face. Actually, we haven't tried it, um, but we we wanted to try it. And Sue's the one who actually wanted to get it, which I couldn't believe. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. <laughs> What? We were in the, the dude. I'm not even joking. There was a whole section. There was Special K pumpkin spice, Cheerios pumpkin spice, Pop Tarts pumpkin spice, granola bars pumpkin spice. I mean, it's just like it's like taking over the world. It's like the blob. But we're gonna try it anyway. It's like the Borg. 
Exactly. Pumpkin spice is futile. Yeah. Um, ugh. I mean, I like some pumpkin spice things. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The uh, uh, we're, we're on a Cheerios kick lately. I was. I we got blueberry Cheerios a few weeks ago, and they were fan- uh, fantastic. I love Absolutely blueberry fantastic. anything. And I said to Sue, I said, you know, it would be great. We're walking down the aisle like the week later. I go, those blueberries were great. You know, it would be awesome if they ever came out with like maple Cheerios. And we look on the on the cereal aisle and there's a box of maple Cheerios. Oh. And they were fantastic. But you know what's even better? Maple and blueberry Cheerios mixed together. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, oh my God. it was so good. That's like alchemy. Why do you hate freedom? No, it's awesome. Hey, IDIC, baby. Everybody's something's favorite. So you be quiet. No, that's the champion rule. That's not IDIC. <laughs> uh, well, IDIC, you should welcome all forms of different Cheerios? taste buds. Different taste buds. Infinite it's diversity all, all and this... infinite Cheerios? Yes. I like that. And we could and instead of the, you know, with the with the triangle with the jewel, it'll be a Cheerio circle instead of the regular metal circle. I like that. Get to work no. on that on Photoshop. No. All right, I'll do it. No, I maple blueberry. Ooh. Oh, it's cool. Have you ever had blueberry pancakes with syrup on it? I don't put maple syrup on my blueberry pancakes. Why do you hate America? I, I a, finally get to say that to you. No, I use a nice blueberry compote, which oh, is its own syrup. And a blueberry syrup you know on blueberry pancakes is to die for. If it's you, you should probably be putting blueberry compost on it because you're just a freak. You would make no sense. <laughs> blueberry compost? You, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> I, don't even have any, I don't even have anything to say about that because that's funny. <laughs> You're an idiot. That was good. Your face is an idiot. <laughs> That's what I'm surprised you didn't say. I, no, but see, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean to you. You're my friend. Why start today? He just muted because he's about to have a coughing fit <laughs> from laughing so hard. Oh god! I don't want to be mean to you. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to you, Bill. <laughs> okay, people, if you could see the reaction of him whenever I turn into Cyrano Jones, it is the best. He's giving me single signals right now that I really can't talk about. I'm flipping you off. <laughs> I am. I'm flipping there you, you off. <laughs> That's that's the best way to say that. I hate Cyrano Jones with a passion. I, I just oh, I love how the uh, store up in Ticonderoga is Cyrano Jones. It's the Cyrano Jones store. I forget the name of it, but he's the picture of him on it. <laughs> I uh, uh, there's a picture of it in your Google Photos. Yes, I know. I'm not going to yeah. look at it. We're we're recording. Oh, well, thank you for prioritizing something for once during recording. I uh, and there he goes coughing. Yeah. He's turning blue. I can't. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. We had an amazing dinner last night. At I this, saw this restaurant called Greenleaf in uh, in this small town called Milford, New Hampshire. It's it's a it's a bedroom community outside of uh, Nashua and uh, in Amherst, New Hampshire. I lived there for a good number of years in the early 2000s uh, before I met my wife. And uh, man, the food was incredible. Nice, very cool. I had this um, black dahlia martini. I'm uh, not martini, margarita, margarita, which you would have really liked, mm-hmm. um, because there was some uh, some blueberry puree in there. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. We had uh, some uh, hornitos tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, it was it was fantastic. Some black salt around the rim. Nice mm, for the Black no, no, no. Dahlia part. I like that. Yeah. We actually went in the afternoon and had an afternoon martini at Copper Door. Nice. Yeah, Sue uh, 
Chris, Donna, and I, and I had the uh, special of the month, which was a caramel apple martini, which had caramel around the rim of the oh, glass. Yeah. It was scrumptious. I'm sure it was delish. It was very, very good. Sue had a, um, oh, what was it called? It was, but it was a pickle, pickle martini. It, it was, I, I don't know the name of it, but weird. It had pickle juice in it and a pickle. Uh, as well as the vodka and everything like that. She said it was great. It wasn't as good as the pepperoncini teeny that she loves. Right, right. That's was, fantastic. It was very, very good. So, yeah, it was nice. We had a, um, I had a uh, portabella and brie panini for a snack. And it was, oh, yeah. It was, that, it was tasty. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, so that's it was fantastic. Good, a good time. And next time, uh, we'll be joined by um, uh, Triple D star. Of, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri? Uh, you know, we'll talk about food. I tell you what, we're doing it right now at Diners Drive-Ins and Dorks. Wow, that was good. I like that. Okay, you're going to have to wear the uniform now. I've learned that from watching you. I've shaved my face. I can't do Guy Fury. Yeah, well, grow it back. i got to grow this back. I think. Although, what you need to do is you need to grow your mustache back, but blonde out yeah. the, the the gray parts of your, uh, of yeah. your goatee. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of white there. That's all kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it's because you're old. Uh, yeah, yeah. Last week of the forties. <laughs> I know. I'm. I, I. I feel for you, buddy. That's all right. I don't mind it. It's just a. It's just a number to me. It doesn't mean anything. Really? Some people have a really hard time with with these big numbers. Uh, oh, you're raising your hand. Okay. Yeah. I. I could care less. I don't I'm, have any. I'm not looking forward to turning 50 a couple weeks after you because I have enjoyed my 40s so much and I don't want my 40s to be over. And really, realistically, I know this doesn't call an end to what I enjoy. It's just that I want to hang on to these 40s as long as I can. And Well, you could just rename your 50s 40s plus. 40s plus. There you go. 40s husky. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Very Thank nice. you. Thank you. It's like Sears Toughskins. <laughs> Very good. I like that. That was good. I um. Also, I mean, I remember when my parents each turned fifty, and they were both old. You know, yep. they'd raised nine kids. Yeah. You know, I was number eight. Yeah. Um. And you know, they number they, one to me. They looked older. Yeah. You know, they they were older. Um. They were tired. You know, I mean, I'm a different tired now, but that's only because I just don't get enough sleep at night. Your, but your face is tired. Thank you. Yes, yes, number one. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Okay. No, do you? Do no, you? No, no. no, no, not at all. Well, next week at this time, we'll be celebrating your uh, your upcoming half century mark. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look sound so excited. Yeah, it's just a day, like I said, no big deal. I don't even need a yeah. party. I so say you've never really been big on your birthday, though. It's not that I'm not big on it. It's just it's it's just a day. It's there's nothing nothing happens. I don't feel any yeah. different, so right. not a big deal. And if, yeah, any, if anybody, people would not want to celebrate my birthday. You know, oh God, he's been here this long. So what the hell are we going to celebrate for? So you know, I understand. Don't I know it? Oh, I know, oh, I know. I know. It was all uh, basically that was that comment was just directed right at you, jerk. Wow. <laughs> oh. No, it's uh it's nothing. It's I, I told Sue I said, you know, don't have to do anything. I don't I don't want anything. So we are gonna go out to dinner with uh, Max and Tasha Saturday night. Oh cool at, at Copper Door. Um and that's that's about it. And we'll get together with the family on Sunday, um to watch the Patriots and stuff like that, but nothing nothing else. I'm uh meeting up with uh Mr. Trek Profiles himself on Saturday night. Yeah. Mr. Yep. Uh, John Krikorian, who's gonna yep. be in uh, the New Hampshire sector. Right. Now um I, I say what I say. 
uh, not knowing uh, if something's going on because I was told to keep my calendar clear for the weekend. So, so yeah. So there you go. But I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> I know nothing. I, Genu- no. Genuinely, oh, I mean, you can say that again. No, I know. I knew you were going to say that, but I mean, genuinely, I know nothing. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, uh, are you ready to uh, to to do this uh, soon to be a birthday boy? Ready to face off? <laughs> Your face off? <laughs> yeah, that's that's yes. Let's do it. Okay, bye bye. Bing bong, shamwow, bing bong, shamwow, shamwow. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Hi, hi, buddy. <laughs> What's going on? Happy birthday oh, to you. Moogie. I understand that song is copywritten, but I don't care. Happy birthday to you. I'm just going to do the whole thing. Happy birthday, you big friggin' jerk face. Your face. <laughs> Your face is an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is the enemy. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Well, thanks, man. Um, I can tell you right now, to, probably to the delight of of our uh, listeners, I will not be doing that for you in a couple weeks. At least not as anyone other than my favorite. <laughs> You're going to Aaron Neville me? I'm going to Aaron Neville happy birthday to you. I, I, I've got that all queued up already. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even gonna give. No, I'm not gonna do no, it. No, no, don't, don't. It's it's like it's like touching the Stanley Cup before the game. You don't. Do and it. I may even have something special for camera, but you'll be able to see. Mole, 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 mole. So, so yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's uh, that's very nice of you. Um, that's my pleasure. Uh, I'm just I'm happy that you're now uh, a decade older than I am. Okay, if that's the way you want to look at it. I guess. The hey, I'm still in my forties. Go to hell. <laughs> Yep, and you acting like a little child too. Okay, uh, anyway, twelve, 12 days, and I'm going to love each and every one of them. That's right, and I'm going to hear about them each and every one of them. That's all right, though. That's good. That's good. So, uh, what else? You know, today's only Thursday as we record this. You know, mm. we're recording a little early this week. I am exhausted on so many levels. Yeah, same here. Long week. I have not been able to get out of my own way all day. I had a coffee this afternoon. In fact, I'm yawning right now. Sorry. Oh, there you go. That was th- there. We go. Had, That's how you podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I had a coffee this afternoon. An hour later, I was falling asleep. I'm like, oh my god, what it's the hell's of, going on? It's kind of like a lot of the crew in the Corbin might maneuver. It's kind of like you whenever you open your mouth. What? I fall asleep. <laughs> so I just opened my mouth and he fell asleep. That's yeah. yeah, great. Hey, look what I got. Isn't that nice? I know we talked about it in the Patreon, but so you said it's just, it, there's Patriots inside the glass. Yeah, too? is it like, the logo or is it the it, the logo or yeah, the words? The logo. Let me see if I can get it to see. There you go. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, and that pretty. This, I found uh, this in Kohl's of all places years ago. Did and you get Kohl's cash? It's glass, probably. <laughs> probably got like eighty bucks worth or something like that. But and it's glass. It's awesome. I Drosen hit me up on Twitter DMs today to talk about Kohl's cash. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Like you said, how are they still in business? How are they still in business? Don't have any idea. Don't I don't know, dude. But I got some great, some new dress pants from Kohl's just the other day, and they're, they're fantastic. They're yeah, that's cool. exciting. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. Nobody cares about anything I say. What? I don't even know why we're why I'm here. I might as well just leave. What? Chicken butt. I got a I got a Scotty uh, um, Funko dude. <laughs> Funko Pop. Funko Pop, my sister got it for me. He's cute. He's got a little phaser. <laughs> Does he look like Alex Trebek? No. 
No. No. No. Doesn't look like Alex Trebek. No. 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 She's and flat. Oh, I just read this online today. He still hasn't been an insurrection. <laughs> oh. I was no. going to watch it again just to be sure. Yeah. Well, that is just the weirdest thing. You know, I love my sister, but she comes up with some weird <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> she grew up with weird. <laughs> Wait, I have to, I got to mark that down. And bleep yeah. You got to bleep yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Sorry. Little <laughs> way to go. Jerk. You're not on Patreon right now. I know it's going back and forth. You know, I just want to swear when I'm around you. That wasn't a very good one because I. I'm like, That's right. I'm sending it to uh, to Mumfrey, who's at dinner with Chris Trebuzio and Amy Nelson right now. Oh, well, that's cool. What's up, Vegas peeps and Mumfrey? Mumfrey's in in the Las Vegas. In the Las Vegas. Wow. In the seven hundred two, y'all. Is that the area code? Yeah. I don't. I don't know area codes very well. I know six hundred three. That's only because I've been to Vegas like a hundred times that I know it's seven hundred two. Two hundred seven seven one six one seven one seven zero one. What? Three two three five two two five six four one. Hey, three two three five two two five six four one is the phone number to call. We would love to hear your voice. Uh, and one of the, and one of the episodes of Mission Log, Ken actually had to provide a disclaimer. It's like, no, I'm not being sarcastic. I really would love to hear your voice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, those funny guys over there at Mission. Log. I was I was catching up the other day and I heard that and I almost drove off the road because I thought of you. That's too funny. I do like I do like impersonating me some Ken Ray or Ray or Ray. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So Corbin, my maneuver. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, you know, it's really weird to talk about because in this this was my gateway into the franchise. Yeah, and it's uh, been four and a half four and a half plus years that we've been doing this, and we have not dedicated a, an episode to it. And whose fault is that? That is yours, Mister Executive Producer. Oh. <laughs> I just told, oh, told I was told me we're doing it. So I was gonna say somebody else. Oh, all right. You know what? It's Amy Nelson's fault. No, I was gonna say um <laughs> I was gonna pick just anybody. I'm gonna say it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. Oh, all right. Oh wow, all right. Or uh, Mitch McConnell, anybody. It's somebody's fault, not mine. So it's it's always somebody's fault. And nobody ever owns up to their own problems. So, yeah, let's just blame everybody else. You always blame the guy who's not here, right? That's right. the rule in every meeting. It's Barry DeFord's fault. That guy can't do it. Not Shashank, because we love him. Yeah, Barry. God, jeez. I, I don't even know what he's doing on the network. I blame Canada. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We're just kidding, Barry. We love you, you silly freak. <laughs> silly freak. <laughs> A. We love hey, you, eh? You yeah. silly freak, eh? I'll tell you what there. Uh, I was out there in the cold, and I was watching them turkeys go by, and I heard Dan and Bill talking about that on the Trek Geek, so I thought, yo, that's it. I saw an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So for those people just listening, um, they just heard a Baylock impersonation. <laughs> that was recorded by uh, my 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 dear dear friend, your friend Matt McGonigal, mm-hmm. whom I've known since the 1980s uh, in high school together. Um, in the years that he was in college, when we were, I would go to his dorm and we'd watch Star Trek. Um, the Corbin White maneuver was always the one he loved to imitate, and he would always do his Baylock voice, and it would have me in stitches. So funny, especially the laugh. The laugh is what sells it, and he does it at about 110 decibels. Yes. So uh, always, always hilarious. Maddie, we love you. Thank you so much for doing that. The first time I heard the laugh, I think we were having dinner at a restaurant in Manchester. <laughs> we, we were. And he was 110 decibels. And I was like, holy Christ. <laughs> it was awesome, though. And then you laughed so hard, you almost spit out your drink. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, which I don't like to do because I don't want to lose any of it. But he's that funny. He's a funny man. Oh, so and that's been my entire friendship with him is that kind of laughter. So that's awesome. Yep, Ge- cool. definite genuine brotherhood. Love you, big guy. That's so cute. That's so that's so beautiful. I know <laughs> you're beautiful. Your face is beautiful. I know. You you know? <laughs> what are you, Han Solo? Oh, very nice. Or as as people who don't follow the franchise might call him Han. Han, Han Solo. Hey, Han. Ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. So I started watching the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Sorry. about half. I'm about halfway through it. Mm-hmm. It is a gorgeous film. Very good. It Very the good cinematography film. is the best in Star Wars. Yep. Um, the the, the special effects are fa- so the fantastic. Some of the, some of the shots are so simple, but just so gorgeous. Um, but the story is putrid, and it's got three storylines. It's not telling any of them well. It's a it's a huge disappointment. I'm hoping that they end it on an up note. I don't think it can get any lower because I agree. I'm not a fan of the last Jedi. I did not like it. I was not thrilled with it at all. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, that this last one uh, takes out, uh, pulls all the punches, so to speak. It was the first star Wars trilogy movie. I didn't go to the theaters to see. Um, um, and I'm watching it on Netflix. Okay. And I'm glad that I waited. Okay. I haven't seen, any of this trilogy? Uh, no, I saw Force Awakens in the theater. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see last uh, whatever the hell it's called in the uh, theater. I waited. I saw Force Awakens in the theater, and I vowed after that I'm not going to another one of these movies in the theater. It's not worth it. Actually, my parents went with us to see the Force Awakens. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't. Know. My dad probably didn't understand what's going on, but <laughs> he neither did you. You're not meaning, that bright. Meaning he just uh, he doesn't know a lot of the Star Wars stuff. Not that he didn't understand what's going on. Like he can't. No, that that's more your story. Yeah, exactly. Like right now, I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. That's fantastic. All right. You, are you ready to do this, Jerk? Let's talk yeah, about let's, stuff we actually love. Actually, okay. So I was talking to myself today. No. <laughs> I talking to yourself? I hate you. It's good that we're back in the saddle, not for this, no. this, this, this silliness. Tree hugging stuff. All right. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Bing bong. Bing to the bong to the, uh, 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 to, I said bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Okay. Yeah. I almost expected you were going to gonna just do an all out rap, but you started turning into some sort of, you know, uh, island song almost. It was I, 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 bing bong, bing bong. That's where the fun is, bing bong. Is <laughs> that Flintstones? I forget what it is, but I remember it's just something from my childhood just flashed across. Do, do you remember, like, you know, in the Flintstones, they encountered this band that had, like, uh, these, well, these mop tops, for, for yep. want of a better word. And I don't remember the song they did, but all of a sudden I was having callbacks to that in my head. So that's, I, I got to look this up now. Um, Sneezing. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to unmute and say dying. <sighs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, I, I think I remember those mop toppy looking things, and they like covered all of their face. Just their noses were sticking out. Yeah, uh, the way outs. Okay, the way out. That's the song. I, mean, I just lo- I just yep. looked them up. Yeah. Wow. Again, they look like they're wearing pizza boxes or discs or something. Yep. Oh my goodness gracious! Maybe they, they had orange face. Uh, could be they had or like orange mop tops. I had forgotten about them entirely. I can't believe that just popped in my head like it did. Wow. So I I have some news for you. Yes. 
Um, if if memory serves, it was either last week or it might have been the last or the week before where we were talking about Michael Jackson and Shaman. And I was going to find yeah. out why he said it like that. And I have an answer for you and all of our listeners. I'm sure our listeners have been waiting with bated breath to hear I'm, this. I'm sure that it's not just it wasn't just a way to say it wrong. He was actually um, doing that as a tribute to someone by the name of Mavis Staples who used it in some live version of a song called I'll Take You There in 1975. Mavis Staples is a legendary singer. Um, she of the Staples singers. Uh, and I'll Take You There is probably one of their biggest songs. I'm sure if I hear it, I'll know it. But right now I can't think of it. Um, she, she's a legendary voice. Uh, okay. And um, I, I'm sure that now that I know it in that context, I can't really give a crap. Although it's Michael Jackson, so I'm still going to give a crap. <laughs> well, that's great thanks okay so so yeah it, it's not just for some weird reason like everybody usually thinks when it comes to him because of his weirdness but uh no there was an actual reason behind it wow yeah so there you go so that's your educational uh musicality stereotypical uh gravitational just stop instantational inspirational word of the day this is what we call our muppet show <laughs> <laughs> That's two things from our childhood. I was waiting for you to go muppetational. I was gonna be like, I'm out. <laughs> that was good. I get him done. <laughs> anyway, uh, how you, hey, you do you think maybe you could dispense some Star Trek knowledge? I, I have some tears coming out of my eyes right now. That was pretty funny. <laughs> oh boy. Oh well. Star Trek uh, knowledge. What's that? I don't know. Boba Fett. Where? No. Okay. No. Uh, uh, Boba Fett's not Star Wars, though. It is Star Wars, not Star Trek. Sorry. Wow. I'm going to have another sip of my martini because this is just too good. Uh, take, two, take two. They're small. No, I, they aren't actually. They're pretty large, actually. So, it's, dude, it's been, a, it's been a great weekend for Star Trek. We've talked recently about how it's a great – it's the best time in history to be a Star Trek fan. And it's weekends like this which prove it because we had a whole gaggle of information thrown our way. And we didn't expect a lot of it. And it was pretty oh. awesome. Oh, I was just talking about because they were filming scenes for Axonar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm muting now. <laughs> and Dan is proceeding to choke. I mean, wish you could see him. He's turning red. I think he's going to blue. He's about to faint. Oh, this is the best day ever. Um, no, I, I, I just, I mean, they were, wow. they were filming scenes. Hmm. And I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Um, they were filming scenes for that pile of, of dog crap. Um, but, um, yeah, that might've been your, your, your highest moment on the Trek Geeks podcast right there. Thank that you. was Thank awesome. You. Very well done. Um, yeah, I'd still like to, uh, to maintain that, uh, you're recording from the only airy studios that didn't raise a million and a half dollars and then wait for it. That's true. I got that sitting right over there on my wall. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Very well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right there. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Congratulations. You. Yeah. All right. Back to you, Brent. <laughs> Brent, like Brent Musburger. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> I realized we were doing master's coverage here. That's fantastic. You are the master. Now, for those of you non-sports ball people, that's a golf reference. Yes, it is. Thank Golfing. You. Not mini golf either. Although I can no. put into that clown's nose like you wouldn't believe. Okay. You're going to die, clown. <laughs> uh, a- Happy Gilmore. There you go. I am not an Adam Sandler fan, despite the fact that he grew up just 15 minutes from here. There are two, um, 
is uh, it's one of the most overrated people in entertainment, from in my opinion. I agree. There are two movies that we like to watch and are always kind of backups. Wedding Singer, we just love it more probably because it's the '80s genre. Um, Happy Gilmore is good because it's it's golf, but also for a good movie um, that has him in it, but a bunch of other people, and it really pulls me back to my days growing up at the camp. Grown Ups, it's really good. That's three movies. Well, that that was the the Grown Ups is kind of a is kind of an offshoot. I meant Happy Gilmore and and uh, Wedding Singer is two movies that we really like that have Adam Sandler in it, but a third movie that he just happens to be in. It's not a movie of his because there's other big names in it. Is grown ups the uh the filming for grown ups 2 used to impact my commute to work when I worked in Maynard, Massachusetts, oh. um, because they were filming at the quarries in Westford, and um, uh, it would drive me crazy every single day I for the for the two weeks they were there. I didn't see it because I just I don't watch Adam Sandler movies, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've <laughs> got I've got you know, I'm triggered by grown ups, so triggered, I'm triggered, I'm triggered. Oh. But no, seriously, great time to be a Star Trek fan. We had a Discovery trailer this week. We had a Picard trailer this week. We got the first of two brand new short treks this week. Because there's another one coming at the end of this week. I know. I'm triggered. Hot take. I'm triggered. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. It's a great yeah. time to be a Star Trek fan. It is. And it's a great time to be a friend of yours. You know why? Because you're just That's... you. Wow. Mm-hmm. What do you need? <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> I know. People listening to Patreon are going to think this this shtick sounds very familiar. And it does. Yeah. Well, that's all right. That's what we do. It is what we do. So you yeah. uh, you ready to do this there, uh, Jerry? Yeah. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I think it's going to be fun. All right. Let's do it. All right. Bing bong. Bing bong. Are you getting those uh, those pipes ready? I love it. You're going to record some stuff tonight. I'm sure I'm going to start coughing any minute because I haven't coughed in the last six hours. So it's only, um, you know, whatever. It's going to happen. Yeah. I, it's right there. I can feel it right there. It's like. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because my video is kind of half in and half out. So like I freeze with my tongue sticking out. <laughs> I don't I don't have that problem. I'm not seeing that happen to you. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Well, just I wonder if you got some bandwidth that. utilization on your side. It could possibly be. I don't know. But, it, you know, I, you sound dulcet. I do, don't I always, though? Oh, my God. I know. I, see. I mean, I look fantastic. You look stunning. I'm sexy I AF, I wish you would yo. stun me so I wouldn't have to look at you. Uh, no, I would set that sucker to kill. I'm sure you would yeah. vaporize. What's the Veron T disruptor you would use on oh, me, Valley? God, I've Ooh. had dreams of that. I felt bad for that girl because that looked like it stung. <laughs> it looked like it hurt a lot a little bit a little bit you mean the Verity disruptor or her face oh wow or that's, her makeup i mean it Verity. looked like she had suffered some sort of burn or something like that oh uh, no i was just talking about the Verity disruptor that looked like a little ouch it took me great effort effort <laughs> i love that line i would love it if you put in some effort effort that would be <laughs> amazing you know you're you're quick with the quips you're a quick quipper <laughs> I, you know, you can't even, you couldn't type that out without some a typo if you had to. Eat some quiz and be a quick quipper. <laughs> Remember quiz? Uh, the cereal? I've heard of it. I never had it. I had it when I was, I don't know if it's around anymore, but I had it when I was a kid. The, the, the cartoon guy on the cover of the box was like this alien, and he had a hat with a propeller on the top of it. Was it like a puffed rice cereal or something like that? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm looking at it now. No, it's kind of like a corn. Well, was it corn? I don't know if it was yeah, corn. Yeah, almost or... like a corn pops. But it was like a little of... circular, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah. Quisp. Very weird name for a cereal, I might add. Quisp. I wonder if Quisp... Oh, Quaker these are, Crisp, these are, maybe. These are the product details from the oh. Quaker Oats website. Here we go. In 1965, Quisp landed on Earth with his quasi energy cereal, and the world's been a better place ever since, especially during breakfast. <laughs> the saucer-shaped crunchy corn cereal has delighted kids and adults everywhere. Bring Quisp to your house and home planet today. The crispy flavor is out of this world. It's Quisp, Quisp. Q-U-I-S-P. Ah. <laughs> I that was that was a cold read. That was very good. That. that was actually very good. You sounded Thank like you. the uh, this is CNN breaking news. But sounded I don't like watch that CNN, guy a little bit. So I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I just see I hear that one driving around the radio this morning when I'm flipping through the Sirius XM stations. And for the record, I don't watch any cable news. I barely watch. people wonder what I watch. Uh, I, I watched um, Dirty Harry tonight before I came upstairs. <laughs> with Andrew J. Robinson. Uh, man's got to know his limitations. Oh, he is so good in that movie. He is a nut burger. And I don't even know if that quote is from that movie, but all the Dirty Harry quotes, I think, are interchangeable. If you ran into Harry on the street, I think he would say any one of them at any time. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's so dated. Uh, obviously, 72, I think, or something like that. 74. Something like that. But we and talked about this when we talked with Andy. I mean... Yeah. It's it, it it's dated, but it holds up as a portrayal of you know one of the first real serial killers depicted in film. Yeah, and he's he's bad news in that in that movie, man. He he's believable. He is very believable. His eyes. There's one scene right before it came up. So I'm not done with it yet, but one scene is when he's grabbing the money from from Callahan at the cross in San Francisco, and he's got an orange mask with just the eyes and the mouth. And his eyes. He's got Galron eyes in that scene, and it just it works perfectly. <laughs> Who would have known back then that he had Galron eyes and would be Garrick in the same franchise? Oh my God, I can't even believe it. Do you know what I used to refer to Galron as in the '90s? What? Crazy Eyes McGee, the Klingon dude. <laughs> <laughs> very nice very so whenever nice. I see Galron you know in, in an episode that's like on BBC America or on Netflix <laughs> I'm like hey it's Crazy Eyes McGee <laughs> very good very good yeah and your house <laughs> the Klingon dude the Klingon dude glory to you and your, you know it's so amazing that Bob O'Reilly is absolutely nothing like Galron <laughs> nothing at all I can't it's- imagine anyone else playing Galron but Bob is just so gregarious. It's, yeah, he is. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. Oh my God, remember the time that we had both him and JG on, and I don't think we talked? <laughs> it was like last year. They were plugging Northeast yeah. Track Con and their yeah. appearance there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we didn't talk for a good 10, 20 minutes. So, so we were muted laughing the whole time, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about the inmates running the asylum. And a right. And uh, really the question there is, who were the inmates? Or, and who's running the asylum? Wow, so you're calling them inmates? Or us, either way. All right, okay. Those two old dudes are crazy. Crazy, nutty. It's like Quisp. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, I'm going to save that hashtag for tomorrow. Yeah. Hashtag Quisptational. Quisptational. Writing that down right now. You're welcome. Yes. We're going to use that tonight. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I'm writing it down. Okay. We could. Oh, you know what I should do? I should Photoshop a picture of Shran with that propeller helmet on. <laughs> I have an assignment. You should Photoshop your head on that guy. Well, my head's huge. Remember we were just talking about. Oh, so that. is his. Yeah, that's true. He's got the antennae. He got a giant noggin. Big, a big cranium. It's like Sputnik. Head. 
pants. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> great, great flick. You know, we have just been all over the pop culture map tonight in, in this outtake, and it's it's just been a few minutes. It, it's amazing. It seems like forever, though. Um, before we get into recording, I'm going to tease something for the listeners. We're not going to mention this during the episode okay. today. Right. So if you've made it this far, and want to say pay attention to our social media, the Trek Geeks Network social media, on Friday, October 25th, 2019. Because we are going to have a super cool announcement. Oh, so you won't be in it then? I, I didn't say it had anything to do with me. I just said the announcement is super yes. cool. I'm very excited about this, man. I am stoked to the gills, I think is what the saying is. I normally... Is that really a saying? I, I don't really don't is. know. I have no idea. No. I um, <laughs> We don't tease a whole lot of stuff here, but um, this, is, this is a huge announcement that we are going to make. Um, and we are excited, and we can't wait to share it with everybody. Big news, love it. Big news, awesome. big doings. Big dudin, do big dudins, doings. Sorry, sorry about that. Big, big doings here with the Trek Geeks. <laughs> big doings. All right, you uh, you ready to do this, there, dudin? I'm ready, pink skin. <laughs> Bing bong, Dan. Bing oh. bong. Whoa, bing bong, big boy. Whoa, that well, was very that was very alliterative. <laughs> Alli- Whoa, what is? I don't even know what that means. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was gonna do like an English bing bong because of Destination Star Trek, but why bother with that intro? Whew. Whew. <laughs> Did you have tacos or something? <laughs> So you just had a hot flash there. That was pretty intense, man. Thank you. At, at your age, that happens. I hear. And we're at, yeah. Well, at your age, you're only you know you're fifty two now or fifty also. Fifty <laughs> two. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> yes. Sorry, my punctuation and grammar were not accurate. <laughs> I'm stunned by that revelation. <laughs> that never happens. Never. Did you notice I didn't chime in on the champion mistype on Twitter this week? If you had, I was going to just light you up mercilessly. I'm like, not going to do it. It wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Not so prudent. So uh, right. so we're back in the saddle. I'm over my yes. hellacious cold. It's, it was it, terrible. Yeah, you were not feeling good at all. So I'm glad you're feeling better. You're looking good. Um, I had a little bout of something over the weekend. Uh, so this is why this is getting out a little later than normal. And that was... I wanted to die Friday night. That was horrendous. So, but I'm all good now. A little about a what? Sure leave Admiral. Uh, you beat me to it. I was just about to say it. Uh, you, you, you were a little slow on the draw, so I I'm wasn't sorry. sure you knew where I was going. I, I knew where you were going. Yeah. Wonderful stuff, that Rodney Linnell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 2283. Yeah, 2283. It's a good year. Good year. We didn't it takes, get the... Well, yeah, it takes the stuff a while to ferment. It does. <laughs> Speaking of wine, we were going to, um, uh, well, Romney and Ale wine, whatever. Uh, we were going to crack the Chateau Picard this weekend, but because I was under the weather, we didn't. Nice. Yeah. So we'll do it later. <laughs> I, I We expect a, a full-on review. Um, you'll, you'll have it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it live on Trek Geeks one day. While we're recording, I'll be like, mm, you could even, you could even do video of it and we'll, we'll, we'll post it. Okay. I can do that. Drink it right out of the bottle. Like Van Sitters did. 
Um, <laughs> what, don't you really mean drink it out of the bottle like Dan Davidson does normally? <laughs> you have no video proof of that. Except normally it's packed in a paper bag and you're yes. sitting in a back alley somewhere. And it's called Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Thunderbird. <laughs> Boone's Farm Strawberries. <laughs> um, you're the only person I know that calls Franzia juice boxes. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> it is juice. Mm, grapes that burn. <laughs> Sorry. I have so many comments. None of them are good. One of them is eventually going to tie back to Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we'll just move along home. Let's jete. <laughs> oh, second shaft. Yeah, thank you. Thank second you. Shaft. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I try to throw them in there when I can. And I'm not as good as you are, but uh, well, once in a while. That's just genetics. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, going to be a good conversation that people will have heard by the time they hear this right well you wow. set that up like a master that's amazing <laughs> a little little orb of time action going on right now <laughs> see what i did there yeah i, I did wow. because i'm watching the video um, and it's people listening uh, on their iphone may not but we're gonna <laughs> see if we can post the, the the video of this maybe to camp kittimer oh boy oh camp kittimer now oh great okay hi camp kittimer right hi Trek geeks. <laughs> Are you ready? Now, now do it. So you, you, when the green uh, rectangle is around your box, that means the video is, is focusing on you. Oh, all so right. So you, you probably want to wait until oh, okay. that happens. I'm just going to go like that and go, ah, Trek geeks. Ah, Trek geeks. Ah, la, 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 la. Yeah, okay. Put me in front of a camera and just weird things happen. <laughs> so many places to take all of this. <laughs> None of them good. None. None at all. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've got so many thoughts, but uh, this is a family show. Uh, apparently. Sorry, I had to yawn in the middle of the sentence there because you're so borrowing you. Yeah, actually, you are. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we got a we got a lot of podcasting to do this weekend. We got. Oh my uh, good lord, you do. I I do. Um, <laughs> we got episode number one ninety six. We're recording this weekend. Uh, about my Voyager completionist badge. Yes, congratulations. Um, You'll get we're, many kudos uh, during the podcast, Thank obviously. you. We're doing a roundtable for our Patreon supporters um, mm-hmm. where they get to come in and ask me anything, and I'm going to answer as honestly as I can. I might have to jump in to ask you something. Uh, I'm not going to answer anything <laughs> you ask. <laughs> All right, I'll have somebody else do it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Shafsky. <laughs> Please. Yeah, no, I, I can only imagine what Casey's going to ask. Oh, good Lord. It's a good thing that we're not releasing that in our feed because um, (laughs) we'd have to rate that E and it's not for everybody. It's explicit. (laughs) Nice. PlayStation. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Or or Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, we try to do these quarterly. Um, Sometimes it's a little longer, a little shorter, depending. Um, but if you uh, are interested in, in a future one, you can always check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Trek Geeks, uh, where subscription levels start as low as a dollar a month, Dan. 100 cents. Wow. Four quarters, 10 dimes, 20 nickels, a dollar bill. Rip a $10 bill into 10 pieces. The one half part of a $2 bill. There you go. I like that. Excellent. See, whole, a whole bunch of different ways you can contribute because math is not hard. Math is not hard. So in the Broadway musical Big River, um, two Star Trek alums are in that cast. Rene Aubergenois is in it, and also Bob Gunton, 
who is in the episode The Hunted playing Captain Benjamin Maxwell. Mm. And they have a song together. Um, uh, it's called The Royal Nunsuch. And they're these two hucksters who are just trying to, you know, uh, they're essentially snake oil salesmen, I think. And um, at one point, Renee has, has the line, just 50 cents, the one half part of a dollar, which is uh, he speaks it, you know, trying to get people to, to come on in and see the show. So um, that's where I got that from. Just a oh, little okay. tangent. I just like to see him do that as Odo. Because um, he'd ended off with, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rene Obergenois, lots of musical and musical theater credits to his name. I love um, him as the chef in Little Mermaid. Absolutely. Fantastic. When I found out that was him, I was like, oh my God. I know, right? Aubert- it's the guy from Benson. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Clayton. Clayton Endicott the third. Endicott, that's the one. Yes, yes. And Ethan Phillips was the the budget director guy named Pete, whose last name I don't remember. I don't. I never really watched much of Benson back in the day. Did you watch it front in the day? You're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't really watch The Office, but that was really kind of Michael Scott like the way you paused and said that very quietly. I'll take that as a compliment because I have watched a little Office. He is so annoying. <laughs> but so funny. Yes, absolutely. Very funny. So so that's where we're at. Um, All right. So, so yeah. 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 We were going to talk some uh, Kieran Reese. Yeah. Good to have you back in the saddle, my man. Looking good in that Star Trek chair. All ready to go. <laughs> Which I had one of those. <laughs> Sorry, it's my Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're Paul Lynn. <laughs> Oh my God. The Paul Lynn Halloween special. I didn't know that such a thing existed. And the Uh, Paul Lynn Christmas Carol. I've not seen either. I'm sorry. Not Paul Lynn. Um, Rich Little. Oh, who cares about Rich Little? He sucks. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. Paul Lynn is like Rich Little, please. Okay. Um, uh, I suppose we should end this the way we normally do. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's let's go, y'all. All right. Y'all? Wow. Bing bong, Dan. Bing bong, Bill. Welcome to the podcast, Dan. Thanks for having me, Bill. You sound very bassy today, Dan. Well, I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No treble, Bill. That doesn't really fit what we're doing today, Dan. What would you like? Never mind. I'm not even going to touch that one. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, a little chilly out this morning. Huh? It is a little chilly, but at least it's sunny for a change. We haven't had that uh, this week. Um, what towns in the United States besides our stupid town would cancel trick-or-treat several days ahead of it because of the possibility of bad weather, and then it turns out to be 70 degrees and nice? Well, actually, it was super windy and and, and it's raining. still nice. No, no it wasn't raining. raining. It wasn't raining Thursday night at all. I had rain I, here. I, well, I'm five five minutes away, and it didn't rain here. Yeah. No, we had uh, we had on and off showers. Um, one time, Abby and I were out in it, and actually, it started to rain again. So Don't the black clouds always follow you anyway. Uh, it, yes, they're usually named Dan Davidson. That was funny. You're funny. It's man. it's only funny because it's true, Dan. <laughs> You've been watching Saturday Night Live Christmas episodes? No, I'm throwing it back to episode 15 of the Trek Geeks podcast. And Ooh. 
the uh, the original coconut outtake. Deep cut. Wow, that's fantastic. Your face is a deep cut. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> I actually didn't have coconut coffee today, though, so. Thank that's God. Right. I had uh, that maple pecan that you got me. I actually enjoy it. I Wait, I didn't get you any maple pecan. Well, you, you, you had some that you... That you didn't, that your household didn't want to use anymore, so you provided them to me. All right, so my wife bought maple pecan, yeah. and said, "This is disgusting." I Dan will like it. it. Yeah, well, that's nice. <laughs> wow, why does your wife have to be so mean? Well, maybe she didn't say it in those words. I embellish a little. Yeah, you a little. But I said, "I'll give it to Dan. He likes coffee." Wow, really? Unbelievable. Why don't we yeah. even deal with you? And now you know, I, I also have friends, I guess, too. Then, huh? Right, Bill? Yeah, bleep that one out too, MFR. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting the time index to you because I, I, I can't write them down. Um, so when you get two time entries, you'll know what they are. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, funny. That's actually quite funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation, man. It's going to be fun. Um, it, it's, uh, it is going to be fun. Well, you know, I, it's... I'm really glad that I can actually talk about Voyager somewhat intelligently, mm-hmm. you know, because I've seen the episodes now. I can't go, uh, sorry, I haven't seen that one. Right. Because, you know, some people would like look at me like, wait a second, you're, you're, a, you're on a podcast called Trek Geeks. You haven't seen all of Voyager? That happens. Um, it does. I mean, you know, everybody's fandom is different. I'm just, I'm glad that I've seen it all just because now I've seen it all. It, it's amazing, and it's not just Voyager. I mean, look at our friend Haley. Look at Haley. She doesn't even. She didn't watch TOS until last year. TOS, the original Star Trek, she didn't even watch for the first year. So you know, it's okay. It, it takes some people longer to watch different, uh, different series, and and that's all right. But now you're part of the club, and it's 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 a it's a pleasure to welcome you to it. I'm gonna you're gonna get like a badge, maybe maybe a hat with a little propeller on top, um, like in the Quisp. Uh, cereal box that we talked about. We, we can't go back to the Quisp thing twice. I mean... Oh, we can go back to it because I want to eat some. Because uh, going back to that well, just now it seems now Spe- it seems tired. Speaking of cereal, you know what I miss and I didn't get this year and I usually do? Looks Every up. Halloween, I usually get a box of the Monster Cereals because they only come out at Halloween now. And uh, I didn't this year because I'm, I'm trying to watch what I'm eating and I miss them. Frankenberry, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I was more of a Count Chocula and a Booberry guy. Mm. The other one, uh, Fruit Brute. <laughs> I don't remember that one. That's because it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a werewolf on the cu- on the box. Yeah. Funko is coming out with like a seven-inch Count Chocula figure. Really? Yeah. Oh, I might have to uh, keep that one in mind. I'm starting, <laughs> to like, I'm starting to like those. I didn't at first, but now I, I kind of dig them. My, yeah. my wife got me a couple of Ron Swanson ones from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And since then, she is collecting all of the office ones. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty awesome. She, there's a box that we have. It's full of nothing but office <laughs> Funko Pops. That's great. Well, I got the, um, you got, I've got a couple of Star Trek ones that I've gotten. You've got me one, and I got another one uh, recently. But the Jaws ones are what really got me into it. Uh, the shark uh, eating Quint. Uh, and yeah. it's just fantastic. And I got Sue um, a nice display one this year for Halloween. And it's the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus, which is which is something we both love. So that's sitting out on our table for the Halloween season, which will be packed away probably tomorrow. But yeah, those I, I when they first came out, I'm like, you know, I really see nothing about these that I would ever like. And now I love them. I think it's because they've expanded the line so much and come yeah. up with so many deep cut oh, things. So many. Yeah, absolutely. 
they have special office ones that are from a specific episode. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this one the character that uh, in one of the office Christmas episodes that Dwight puts on. It's, I think it's in the eighth or ninth season called Belschnickel because they have a, a, a traditional Schrute family Christmas. And uh, it's it's a hilarious episode. And they actually put out a Belschnickel Funko Pop. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. amazing. They have one where Jim is dressed as Dwight. And it happens in the oh tease gosh. of the episode. And and Jim is imitating Dwight just to throw Dwight off. It's uh, They're talking about identity theft. <laughs> and, uh, and and Jim takes it to the nth degree just to annoy Dwight. And it, they have a Funko Pop of Jim dressed as Dwight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I, I appreciate that they've they've appealed to hardcore fans with mm-hmm. some of these offerings, and I, I think it's fantastic. They have thousands of them. Yeah, I keep hoping for Discovery Funko Pops. I'd love to see a Saru one. Oh, that would be great. All right, Funko um, dot com if you're listening. <laughs> CBS, if you're listening. Oh, that's true. Get that license. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be make this cool. happen. Yeah, let's Separate do it. me from more of my money, please. Yeah, because we need that. Yeah. I don't know. A Galt, a Galt Funko. <laughs> Don't they already have a, a license? Because there are Star Trek ones. Uh, well, I, I, well, all the Discovery stuff happened under a separate license, remember? Oh, and also, aren't the, oh, no, the, yeah, okay. I was going to say, aren't they all the Funko ones for Star Trek from the, the movies? But they're not, so. Right. I have yeah. a, a Star Trek Beyond Spock. Um, mm-hmm. And you have Mirror Mirror Spock. I have Mirror Mirror Spock and Scotty from the original series. Right. Yeah. So cool. I think Beyond was the last set of Star Trek ones they did. Hmm. Um, but I I know there's TOS ones. I think there's TNG ones. I'm not sure. I know that they're aptly named because they're fun. You are an idiot. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a happy, I, happy day. I, I hate you so much. Happy days, Funkos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Marion. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know who you would be on uh, on Happy Days? Who? You'd be Chuck. The brother? Yep. Wow. Because we'd never... see you once, and then we'd never see you <laughs> I was again. I going to say, he's a basketball happy. player left, didn't he? Wow. That, thanks. Thanks a lot. I think he'd be Pinky Tuscadero. He's in the pilot, and uh, you never see him again. They refer to him a couple of times, but uh, yep. never again. You'd be the and shark. And I would be, I would be Pinky Tuscadero, because I would rock that look. That, yeah, um, you would. Mm-hmm. You'd be the, you know, the clap on your thigh thing. Or was that totally. leather? That was leather. Was that leather or pink? That was leather. Okay. That was leather. All right. Susie Quattro. You know. Yes, absolutely. Cool. You'd be the shark that Fonzie jumps over, and then the series shuts down because it's stupid. That makes no sense. It, exactly. Thank you. Thank if you I were for a playing. shark, I'd eat, I, I would just bite you like Quint. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, I've never seen Jaws, so uh, what? What? Wait a second. There yeah. are things that have happened on this podcast that you did not know about me and were surprised. That shocks me. I never had an interest. I never had an interest in doing a podcast. Yet look at us. We're doing episode one ninety six. Well, so it's the, it's the best decision I ever made for you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jaws, I have to give huge props to Lee Sargent. Because the other day he tweeted out, I don't know if I want to do a Jaws doodle or a Jurassic Park doodle. So I tweeted back to him the word Jaws about 150 times. And he did one. And it was gorgeous. And he goes, the original is still out there for as long as anybody wants. If somebody wants to grab it, I grabbed it. I'm getting getting a Jaws Lee Sargent doodle and it's beautiful. I have seen a Jaws movie. I just haven't seen the original Jaws. 
It is it is my favorite movie of all time. The the one Jaws movie I've seen was Jaws three oh, in three D with Lou Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid. Yeah, very bad. Oh, at the time, you know, because three D movies were were the thing. There was a fad back then in mm-hmm. the eighties, and I went with my older sister and my brother in law. And like, yeah, we're going to go see Jaws 3. It's in 3D. It'll be cool. It's about a shark attack. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, I had fun at the time. But interestingly enough, it didn't make me want to go back and watch the the original or the the sequel that actually is good. Yeah, um, Jaws 2 isn't bad. I'll tell you what. Jaws 3 was the best picture Oscar performance compared to the tripe of Jaws 4. Was that the one that was called The Revenge? Yeah. <laughs> Now, the shark who, the shark followed Michael Caine and the wife down to the Caribbean because as the tagline said, this time it's personal. So wait. The revenge was the shark's revenge? Yeah. That's how I take what? it. It followed them down. And the climax of the movie, Michael Caine's plane crashed into the water and they were like kind of sitting on the surface as they were fighting the shark. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Michael Caine is not in any of the other Jaws movies. No. But in in 4, if I remember correctly, I haven't seen it so long because it's so horrible, as much as Brandon might uh, disagree with me, um, he, the hus- uh, Chief Brody has passed away. So she is a widow and meets him. Yeah. Oh, so he's he, he's getting on with, with Chief Brody's wife. Mm, yeah. Because he's not in 3 around? either. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not in three either. The kids are in three. Right. One of the kids right. is 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 like the runner of the Sea World uh, mock off, and uh, in Jaws four, I think there's one, if not both, of the kids also. So and the and the mother. It's it's just horrendously bad. So allegedly, they killed the shark every time. Hmm. Um, how can this shark know revenge if the other three sharks are dead? I, if from what if I understand correctly, the shark in Jaws four sh- found the journal from the shark in Jaws one, <laughs> and always wanted to become like the next Darth Vader type shark. Um, so yeah, you're an idiot. Are you ready to do this? I am ready. Well, this is a fun update today. <laughs> I, I I I can't deal with you. Just read read the copy. What comes next? <laughs> bing bong, bong bing. Really? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna talk backwards the whole show. That would be the most intelligent you've ever sounded. I don't. Yes. All I can think of is Ace Ventura. Let's see that replay. All I can think of is the Missy Elliott song, Work It. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm uh, functioning at peak performance. That would be a first. Well, that's kind of a little tie-in, but whatever. Yeah, it was dumb. (laughs) Kind of like your your face. face. Uh, Look at that. We both said it just about at the same time. That's pretty good. Except I finished, so. Uh, What? That's the first time for everything. Anyway. uh, uh, Great. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Good night. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for coming. (laughs) (laughs) This this is a fun episode. It really is. Um, Although I'm surprised. uh, I'm really kind of surprised you think Wesley cheated. We'll get into that. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, technically, we've already gotten into it. I know, but we'll get into it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's the outtake. So sorry. Yeah. It's the outtake. <laughs> I, I always have thought that. And, and, and as I watched it again, I was getting irritated. I'm like, this shouldn't be happening. They, he's cheating. He's cheating. They, if they win, he cheated. It's, I just don't, I don't like what he did. And, and he goes, oh, I didn't cheat. I improvised. <laughs> Commander Riker, you're too soon for this. No, you cheated, <laughs> you little brat. I'm from Starfleet. We don't lie, except when I'm trying to take an experiment off the Enterprise. <laughs> and let's just carry it off away from Aaron when smart, with the smirk on your face, like, yeah, I pulled the wool all over their eyes. <laughs> I love how we call him Aaron and not Burke. I know. He'll <laughs> <laughs> always be Aaron um, to me. But, you know, if this were, you know, a real situation where, you know, they were trying to, you know, if they were really in a, a conflict of sorts and not in a war game, that's a, that's a thing that would be on the table. I but mean... It was, but it was a war game. But it was. But the idea was to create a situation where this ship could become ready somehow. Shut up, Wesley. My name's not Wesley, it's well, Bill. shut up anyway, because you're wrong. <laughs> Wow. People say, no, see, I love no, to be right. No, see, you know, I got to I got to correct myself. I'm sorry. There is no wrong. There are opinions and everybody is uh, has their opinions and 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 we're all we're all LLAP here. IDIC. So, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion even though it sucks. <laughs> I knew you were going to I knew you were going to say something like that because that's just the way you Cuz you are. Well, no, you just did. I know, but I just apologized and took it back and walked it back and threw it back and Threw it back you, as stab you like in that. the back, whatever you want to say, man. I would love to stab you in the back. Oh my god! I and I do it with a spoon. What? Ooh. <laughs> now let me ask you this: What would drive you more crazy? Me acting like Call Rami all the time with, <laughs> or the triple? Dirt dangerous. I hate Serena Jones. <laughs> I think you've got your answer. Okay. The problem with the with the Kalrami thing is that most of the time it's not loud enough for your microphone to pick up. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I mean, unless you're doing it at an absurdly loud volume, which wouldn't sound right. No, that's not dumb. Yeah. Um, right. So, I like kinda, him. You know, He's cool. Him and his weird hairline. Hairline. And, makeup. And, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I expect him to start snorting like Sheldon yes, on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play Stratagemma <laughs> Stratagemma on Benicia <laughs> Jeez Well, you know, we really shouldn't laugh at our own jokes That just makes the podcast horrible, Bill <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that's a deep cut That's that's what we haven't heard in a while I know, really Oh, gosh that's Well, it's funny. because I'm, you know, I'm overly professorial and sentimental oh, God, God I love this episode You're such a drama queen Low-end podcaster. Low-end podcaster. Oh, wow. I don't know. So low-end that we're about to cut our 200th episode in a couple of weeks. I, just yeah, throwing I, that out there. I, I, it, hey, you know what? We're putting out Star Trek content. It doesn't take us seven years to do an episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you still have the only Aries Studios that has ever turned out regular Star Trek content. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate that. And it hasn't cost anybody a dime. I know. Yeah. You didn't require $1.5 million. This would have been the po- the podcast. I would come to your house and broadcast every night if that was the case, which probably would have been a bad thing. No. Because you would have gotten to see Abby in the living room. We never would have made it past that. She you would have just been did. puppy belly the whole that night. Would be like my little yeah. Abby, she likes me. I know you. Oh, Abby <laughs> loves you. I love that dog. <laughs> she's 
She's a little whiter in the face now. Yeah. Yeah. No. She's she's uh, she's actually going to be ten at the end of the, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Callie just turned twelve uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Halloween, actually. Yeah. Halloween day. Yep. And uh, she looks young. She looks ten years younger than Arya. Arya's an old maid. She goes to bed at like eight o'clock. She looks at us when we're sitting in the living room, and then she just walks into the bedroom, and goes and lays that, in her bed. That sounds delightful. <laughs> age. Yeah. I would love to go to bed at eight o'clock. You yeah, I me? know. Huh? Oh gosh. Uh, All right, buddy. Were you uh, you ready to do this? Yeah, this is going to be fun. Let's, or it uh, already was fun because we're in the outtake now. But you know what I mean. It's the timey wimey thing. I got it. Shut up and read the copy. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> yeah, see, the, it's, you're killing. It's not early morning. No, I, I don't know what your excuse is. It's not early morning. My voice is much deeper in the morning. Yeah, but you still die during the whole low end of that. Nah, well, low end. <laughs> that's, that's a funny theme. All right, let me try it again. Hold on. <clears throat> Bing bong. Better. There we go. Oh, yeah, so much better. Thank you. Yeah. I really... Ring, ring-a-ling, ding-dong. Uh, 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 mm, eh. So glad you went back to do that again. Thank you for Thanks. take two. Well, that's my help. It's my. I'm here to help you because... That would be a first. Uh, it's a t- I'm turning over a new leaf. 198 episodes, and <laughs> finally you decide to help me. Wow, I suppose it's uh, it's never too early. Well, you know, you've got enough credit, at least 200 episodes almost. So I walked into our chiropractor's office this morning. I say this because we go to the same chiropractor. Mm. And uh, he told me, he goes, hey, so I started listening to a podcast today. It's uh, the episode 00. It's an introduction. These two uh, <laughs> Star Wars, Star Trek <laughs> geeks from New Hampshire. So he started listening to our show, which I think awesome. is pretty cool. That's very cool. That similar situation happened uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday at lunch at work. I was down getting lunch at the uh, at the on the on the first floor, and a guy gave me my plate, and he looked at my shirt and goes, "Hey, I just saw somebody else with that shirt on." I said, "Yeah, it's probably my podcast partner." He's like, "Podcast? I love podcasts." So he took down all the information. I gave him one of our cards, and he's going to start listening to it. Oh, that's cool. There you go. So if you're listening now, person at the food place, welcome aboard. <laughs> uh, good of you to get his name Yeah, sorry, he didn't have a name tag on And I wasn't really paying attention to him anyway Wait, Dan, Dan Davidson, <laughs> man of the people <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious So uh, as we record, as, mm. as the Patreons just heard uh, You're getting ready to uh, leave on a jet plane uh, Don't know when you're coming back again but uh, I actually do, oh, babe. I'm coming oh. back Black Friday all right. So here's what I've learned, because uh, my wife and I fly to the Atlanta area every year for, for Thanksgiving to spend it with uh, family. And uh, we used to fly back on either Saturday or Sunday, and it would take – it was an all-day affair. Okay. Delays, stress, um, you know, it was elbow to elbow just walking through the terminal. The best day to fly back is Black Friday because nobody is in the airport. Mm-hmm. So we go to Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson – airport, which is one of the busiest airports in the country, if not the busiest, right? depending on the year. And you can get through security in 90 seconds. That doesn't happen any other day of the year. Wow. Well, good. That's awesome. Yeah. So we fly back Black Friday pretty much every every year now. And it's uh, it's great. You know, we're, we have a stress-free trip. You know, the plane's never full, which is mm-hmm. even better. And, uh, and we get home in our, you know, with a couple of days to spare so we can ease back into uh, to normal life. That's always good. We've decided to do that for a lot of our trips. We'll get back uh, if we get back on a Friday or if we're, if we're having a vacation. We'll try to get back 
at least a day early, uh, if not two, so that we can relax and get back into the swing of things in New Hampshire before we get back to the work grind. So, right. Cool. I like that you're doing that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Make you a better person to deal with. Uh, well, I doubt that's true. Because well, normally you're just reprehensible jackass, but that's all right. Wow. Are you yeah. are you creating a fan film anytime soon? <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it coming out on purpose? Yeah, I know it was. Sorry, I stopped doing that. Sorry. So I, I got into <laughs> a a bit of a Twitter spat with the producer of a professional podcast. By professional, I mean one produced by a major cable network. Okay. Because uh, you know they made an excuse on their podcast because you couldn't hear. Well, there was a disparity between the volumes. Okay. Um, we, one host, you could, you know, if you turned up your radio, you get blown out, but you could barely hear the other person. So it meant they weren't leveling the tracks in post-production mm-hmm. using something like a phonic or levelator, which is getting a little, you know, too deep into the, how the sausage is made. But, right. um, the comment I made, and then they, this person mocked me for being a Star Trek fan and a professional Star Trek fan at that. And I'm saying <laughs> to myself, you know, I'd rather be a professional Star Trek fan which I'm not professional, but than an amateur a-hole or a bully. <laughs> and that, that applies to fan film producers too. So It does. Or, or people that pretend to be. Yeah. I came up with a great idea. What's that? I think you and I should do uh, – should, should produce a fan film. Okay. I think we should do the Kelvin timeline version of Axonar. Because that's a fan film that would actually get made. Oh, that's true. We got our own studio that we know Star Trek content comes out of every week. <laughs> All green screen. Uh-huh. So n- not a single physical set. Okay. Um, but the the Kelvin timeline version of Axonar, wouldn't that be the best? Can Tom Petty be in it? Uh, well, no, Dan. He's dead. Why would well, Tom Petty just, be in it? No, I just mean his music. No. Okay. I don't know why that just popped into my head. I don't either. That's really kind of random. I don't know. Last dance with Mary Jane. Anyway, um, I think that's a great idea. Let's do it. We, we should announce that that's what we're going to do. Do we have to raise $1.4 million for nothing? Oh, no. I, th- I think we would do this all volunteer. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I mean, because you know, there's rumors that that happened once and $1.4 million was raised for some crap that never took place. And there's still fundraisers going on for the same thing, but nothing's been done. Well, there, anyway. come on, there was a day and a half of shooting. <laughs> a day and a half, Dan, come on. Okay. It only took him six years. So so think about it. The uh, the, the, the Kelvin Timeline version of Axner. I, I'm, I'm digging it. You get that script up. Yeah, you, could play, uh, you could play Garth. No. <laughs> Why not? I'm not going to be because I'm not going to be sullied by that name because other people have done it. Uh, well, I, well, actually, it's in the Kelvin timeline, so it'd be a completely different. Okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, you'd be you'd be perfect for the role then. That's that's what I mean. Just like somebody else. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, just think about that. Uh, you know, Kelvin timeline. I'll give that some serious thought. Thanks, JJ. bad robot (laughs) (laughs) wow that was probably the best you've ever sounded so I've been watching the Mandalorian Mm, me too and have you watched episode three no not yet it it came out today as we record this yeah and I I think it's fantastic yeah but I want the episodes to be longer than half an hour yeah 
You you know what? You should. I'm, I'm going to say right now to the producers of the Mandalorian, make the episodes longer than a half an hour. I have spoken. Oh God, I hate you so much. <laughs> I couldn't believe that it was Nick Nolte. I freaked out when I found that out. I know, right? <laughs> so uh, I know you're not doing a regular Thanksgiving this year, but if you were, mm. what would be your favorite thing to eat during a, a, a typical Thanksgiving dinner? I'll tell you what, it's something that's been a favorite of mine for years, and it's more of an appetizer, but I always have them on my plate, and it's celery sticks with cream cheese and olives mixed together and spread on them. They are the best snack afterwards as well. They are fantastic. Really? My mom has made them since I was a little kid. We only have them at Thanksgiving. It's a once-a-year once a thing. There's nothing better, man. They are, they are so good. That's... I love them. My favorite thing in the world is my father's stuffing. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't show anybody in the family how to make it other than my Uh brother-in-law who lives in in Georgia. So one year my brother-in-law taught me how to make my dad's stuffing. And I – some years, depending on what time he gets up to put the bird on, I will get up and make the stuffing with him and we'll get the Mm -hmm. bird in the oven at some ungodly hour and I'll go back to bed. But just the smell of it takes me right back to some of the the more happier memories of my childhood. And just tasting it, it it really is like going back in time. It's amazing. Isn't it amazing that the olfactory sense is the one that takes people back to early childhood memories more than anything else? Yeah. Absolutely. It really is something. But yeah, I, I also, this is kind of weird. I haven't had real cranberry sauce very often. I've had it a little bit from time to time. But as a kid, I used to love the cranberry in a sauce in a can that was like the, it was like the shape of a can. That's my favorite. Out. I love that stuff. Put a little gravy on that. We can eat cranberry sauce on Benicia. <laughs> that actually sounds delightful. I love the canned cr- cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. It's just if it doesn't look like it came straight out of a cheap aluminum can, I'm not yeah. on board. I'll tell you what, though. I think it was last year my sister made cranberry sauce using real cranberries in the pot. And they would like – when they boil, they like pop. Yeah. And oh, that was really good too. <laughs> it's the only time of the year I have cranberries. Yeah, me too. So. Absolutely. Although I have come up with a very good cranberry martini for the holidays, which is really tasty. And it's got like ginger ale or Sprite to give it a little fizz. So you'll be inviting me over for the holidays to have one of those. For that and the uh, chili chocolate Kahlua martini that I posted on Facebook last week, which is phenomenal, I will say myself. It's amazing because somebody listening to this show might think we were alcoholics. Maybe. Um, I don't have time for meetings. So I prefer to think of myself as a drunk. <laughs> and did you see the name of the drink the, with the spicy Kahlua chili chocolate? No. My wife came up with this one. No. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all look so lovely here. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, see, now I want to do Eddie Murphy singing The Greatest Love of All because that's one of my favorite bits. <laughs> but so Spotify would kill us. What, even though it's from a movie and it's not the actual song? But it is the actual song. But he's doing it so badly. It doesn't matter. It's right. you, you pay the royalty based on the performance of the song. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, they they were licensed to use it for the movie and paid to use it. So. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you can't do it, though, because that is a good bit. Maybe we'll – someday on Patreon, we have to do all of our favorite songs that we can't do <laughs> yes, on, on the regular podcast. That's a good idea. I since like we don't run into this problem on Patreon. <laughs> Make it so. Ah. Uh, 
Yes, and uh, in case anybody's been interested in our Patreon, I know we've had a, a couple of new patrons this week and a couple of upgraded patrons. Mm-hmm. We just released the shirt design for 2020 and the pin yes. design for 2020. Oh, that pin. Both of which I, I worked very hard on. So um, I, it's it's great, and we're thinking about some other extra perk that might be pretty cool. So Yes. That's, yeah, I got to say, man, the work that you did on that shirt and the pin, the pin completely blew me away. It was really? phenomenal. Yes. It is so great. It takes every one of the shows from the network and brings it all together in one pin. And it's just gorgeous. Well done. Thank you. Well, I have to, I have to give all the credit to, uh, to Larry and McGregor who did the Politrex logo because that's what I use for my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, and without that, I, I don't know that I would have come to, to that particular design, but I'm really psyched about it. I'm glad that we're going to have something that represents the network, uh, in year two of our Patreon. And, um, it's, <laughs> if we had many more shows, we're going to need to put out a bigger pin. Hey, I want to throw out a special hug to our girl, 24 year old Trekkie. Just want to do that. Allie, love you, babe. We do. And, uh, great member of our Trek geeks family. And, uh, um, looking forward to who is Trek, and uh, mm-hmm. one of these days we'll uh, we'll be able to break bread with her in the same room. But uh, uh, her Trek family on this side of the uh, of the ocean is uh, is missing her a great deal. Absolutely. You, you ready to do this? Yeah, I guess so. All right, whatever. A <laughs> hole. Wow, jerk. Nice. Is that better? J- jerk better. <sighs> You're so mean. It's time of thanks. I'm thanking you for being a jerk. <laughs> <You're> a jerk. <laughs> Bing bong, Dan. Sup. Hello, Dan. Sup. Dan, this is oh, the portion of the show yes. bing where bong. we do the bing bong. Bing bong. How are you today, Dan? Oh, my God. I am so sick. That's not very nice to say, Dan. Uh, you know what? Every time you say that, all I can think of is um, Ray Finkel uh, in Ace Ventura, which he's like, hello, Dan. <laughs> when she wants to like, uh, uh, I forget what her name, uh, Einhorn, Lois Einhorn. When she's playing Lois Einhorn, she says, Dan, and then kisses him. So don't kiss me. Lisa's out, Dan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dan, welcome to Trek NPR. I'm your host, Bill Smith. It's a pleasure to have you here today to talk about Star Trek. Wake up, Dan. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you going to do this the whole outtake? Because it's really, really, really bad. I don't come on your show <laughs> and talk about how bad your voice is, oh. you insensitive jerk. I didn't say your voice was bad. You said your voice was bad. So... I think if we, we rewind the tape, your insult will be very apparent, Dan. Tape. Rewind the tape <laughs> with a pencil eraser. <laughs> Maybe I used to do that. It's government oh funding God. here, Dan. <laughs> well, then we should have better equipment. Really? <laughs> government funding? You think we'd have better equipment? Yeah, $40,000 toilet seats or whatever that used to be. Anyway, are you done? $120,000 hammer, Dan. <laughs> Which I would put in the back of your skull right now anyway um it's good to see you pal how are you oh, violence notwithstanding <laughs> it's great to talk to you too my friend mi amigo wow. mi compadre oh 
That's the Note J. Excuse me? I don't know. I just don't even know what you're doing. Donde esta el baño? That's right over there. Thank you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm not even going to say anything because I just know how you're going to answer it. So, I'll just be quiet. Oh, he's coughing now. Yeah. It's the quietest he's ever been. He presses that mute button. Isn't that great? Oh, he's back. Here he comes, people. What is it you were going to say, Dan? I don't even know. I have no idea. I have no clue. No. Are you being like Vulcany right now? Because it kind of ties to what we're talking about. I think I mentioned that this is Trek NPR, Dan. When's Alec going to be on? Who? <laughs> exactly. You low-end podcaster. Today, Dan, we have a wonderful topic that we'll be speaking about to our listeners. It's about one of the central characters in the series Enterprise, which later, you may not know, was renamed Star Trek Enterprise. I speak, of course, of the character T'Pol, which is spelled T apostrophe. Capital P, lowercase O, L. It's the L lowercase. To Paul. You're, you're a very brilliant man. Thank you. I look forward to the conversation, and I uh, I want to thank you for allowing me to be part of this show for the last one hundred and ninety eight episodes, as we hone in on two hundred. I swear to God, if we have to talk like this going forward after episode 200, I might have to jump off a building. That would be delightful, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so long I can keep up the NPR bit. Jeez, that is just, <clears throat> all I can think of is the Christmas uh, skit on Saturday Night Live with Baldwin, which is one of the best skits ever. Sweaty balls. Here. Sweaty balls, yep. Absolutely well, awesome. And this was not unlike the coconut outtake. From the SLV for New- SCLV for Noobs episode, episode yep. fifteen, where um, where essentially I started off with with that voice, and it evolved into coconut. So, yes. <sighs> just the good old days. See, now I don't have any inflection in my voice because you wore me down, and now I just feel like I have to talk like that all day. Some might say you've actually never had any inflection in your voice, and um, they'd be right. Wow. Okay. So anyway. You want to talk about boring and monotonous, more so than your face. Your voice actually takes it to a whole new level. I don't like my voice, I got to say. That's amazing, because I don't like your face. I I, don't, I, don't, you, I was, thought you were going to say, well, nobody likes your voice, but so I appreciate that. Um, but I don't, I don't like my face either or my voice. I just don't like myself, Bill. You know what the funny part is, is that most people assume your voice goes with my face. So I what know. kind of statement does that make? Yeah. Oof, oof. It means you look fantastic, but sound horrible. Or it could be I sound horrible and look fantastic if I wanted to compliment you. Isn't that the reverse of what I just said? Absolutely, it is. I just wanted to see if you catch it. <laughs> it's amazing that you're trying to see if you can catch me. Yeah. <laughs> Go down. Help no. me, Spuck. <laughs> Help me, Spuck. And this week on Trek Geeps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We're not supposed to laugh at ourselves because that's just dumb. 
I laugh at you every single time we record. I just want you to know. <laughs> oh, I laugh at you when you're not around, so that's even better. So, there you go. Yeah, but I usually laugh at you right in your face. Um, and that's because um, of primarily your face. I don't really appreciate the fact that you have to be insulting like that. I'm not. The truth is no insult. No, I knew that was coming. I walked right into that rake. So, um, we have our 200th episode coming up next week. Um, and you and I have done no work for it. That's because <laughs> we aren't hosting it. We aren't producing it. Um, we just really showed up and recorded one segment. We are but guests. And I don't mean but guests. I mean, we're just guests. So that's going to be a, I, I don't know. Don't even ask the question. I will drive over to your house and punch you right in the throat. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's kind of nice. And it's going to be like a, it could, it has the potential of being a mega episode. And we have not had many of those. I'm going to ask the question anyway, because in order to punch me in the throat, you'd have to shovel a path to my front door. And I could use that right about now. I'll just so, drive right into your freaking front door with my truck. What's a butt guest? I have no idea. You are so stupid. <laughs> but I don't know. Do you have a guest who's a real dummy? Butt guest. Is that like, like a, a butt co host? Like a butt head. <laughs> it's just so. It's, that was really adult, oh Dan. God, here we go. <laughs> really adult. Hi, Abby. How you doing? I was going to say hi to your dog. She can't hear you. Oh, oh, actually, she probably can, actually. Well, that's probably why she's pretending to be asleep. Wow. You are... (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jerk, you ready to uh, do this thing? Let's talk women of Trek. Yeah, baby. Do it. Music for Trek Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing one song for each episode of the original series. Download their music at fiveyearmission.net. Trek Geeks, a Star Trek podcast, is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producer Bill Smith. For even more Star Trek discussion, check out Discovering Trek, a Star Trek Discovery Companion, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and discoveringtrek.com.